It's time for the Cromwell Radio Football Friday's pregame show. Good evening and welcome to week three of the high school football season. I am Eric Fry and I'll be joined by Lane Blickham, Travis Sparks, and Todd Stapleton here on the Cromwell Media Group pregame show to help get you set for all the great high school football action tonight. We have some big games that we'll be looking at tonight, so let's not waste any time. And to kick things off, let's go to Lane Blickham with a look at Charleston, Mattoon, and the Tri-County Titans. Thank you very much, Eric. It was a very festive home opener for the Mattoon Green Wave last Friday. They had the rededication of Gaines Field before they welcomed the Only Tigers. And it didn't take long for the scoring to start. Two receivers to the right side, one to the left. That's the short side of the field. And Trier's going to give it to Sewell again. Angling middle of the field. Lunges for the end zone. He's in, but he lost the football. Now the question is, did he get in? And he did. Football came out after he crossed the goal line. It's a four-yard touchdown for the Greenway Junior. And Mattoon strikes very early here with 11-16 to go in the first quarter of play. It did not take the Greenway very long to get into the end zone. The offensive attack for the Green Wave wasn't limited to the ground, though, as quarterback Slater Trier threw for this touchdown pass. He's going to throw on the run. He's got a receiver. It's caught. Touchdown. I think that was tipped by Olney's uh, defender there, right into the hands of the Mattoon receiver, Jake Butler. Butler has his third touchdown of the season in just two games. That's for 20 yards out. Trier has his first touchdown of the night throwing the football. Jake has four catches on the season, three of those have went for touchdown. With that victory, Matt Toon is now 1-1 one and one on the season, and they'll travel to Highland tonight to take on the Bulldogs, who are also 1-1. One and one. Now, this has been a tough series for the Green Wave in recent memory, and that's been the case for a lot of opponents trying to play against Highland. We'll see how that turns out tonight. Matt Toon at Highland can be heard on 101.3 WMCI, streaming at MyRadioLink.com and on the free MyRadioLink mobile app. The Charleston Trojans are off to a 2-0 start after a 56-20 win over the Paris Tigers. Now, 56 is a lot of points, but the Trojans started with a field goal and a safety early in the game last week. Coming into the ball game for the field goal will be Max Weber, the sophomore. Be a 35-yard field goal attempt here for Max Weber. Place down, the kick is up, it will split the uprights, and good. So with 7.51 left to go here in the opening period, Charleston leads Paris by the score of 3 to nothing. It will be third down and 21 to go. Back to pass and getting some pressure. He's going to be sacked. And this is going to be a safety, and Charleston takes a 5 to nothing lead. We had a meeting in the end zone, Rob. It was Ben Coffey, Marcellus bowling for the safety. The Paris offensive line did not see Ben Coffey shoot the gap there, and the Paris quarterback, Rodgers, had nowhere to go, and Charleston has five. After that, it was an early ambush for Charleston. Went on to a 56-20 to win over the Paris Tigers. So a strong 2-0 start for the Trojans as they embark on a long road trip tonight to Jersey Community High School in Jerseyville, Illinois. Jersey is 1-1 one one so far on the season. It lost to Roxana in Week 1, 27-0, and a win at Freeburg last week, 27-21. So this is the first home game for Jersey Community High School. You can hear Charleston and Jersey coming up tonight on Victory 103.9, online at MyRadioLink.com, and the free MyRadioLink mobile app. Last Friday, the Tri-County Titans fell to 0-2 with a 16-0 loss to Saragordo Bement. 
There was a long delay in the third quarter, a serious injury on the field stopped the game for quite some time, but the outlook is looking positive now for that situation. Meanwhile, the Titans are just trying to get in the win column. They were on the doorstep a couple of times last week, but could not punch it in. In fact, one time when they were about ready to go in for a go-ahead score, it turned completely the opposite way. First and goal from the nine for Tri-County, trailing 3-0, 37 seconds to go in the first half. Pollock fakes, rolls left, he got wrapped up, he fumbled the ball. It's picked up by Sarah Gordo Bimet. On the run is Bettinger in the open field. He's going to take it back for a defensive score for CGB. Bettinger crosses the goal line, he's in, and it's 9-0 Broncos. Well, Sarah Gordo couldn't have asked for anything better there. That was a, an amazing defensive play. Bettinger stripped it, picked up the bouncing football, and there was nobody back there. He just had to simply not fall down on the way to the goal line. 85-yard fumble return for a touchdown for Ian Bettinger. Taking it one step further into the second half, Tri-County had a pass intercepted at the goal line as they once again tried to go in but were denied. The Titans now 0-2 on the season face Arthur Lovington at Wood Hammond in Oakland tonight. You can hear the game on 92 on the Axe, MyRadioLink.com, and the free MyRadioLink mobile app. I'm Lane Blickham for the Cromwell Media pregame show. Thanks for that report, Lane. Now let's see and check in on the Cumberland Pirates. Cumberland got another big win last week over Sagamon Valley, 41-14. to That is now two straight weeks that this Pirate offense has scored more than 40 points to start off the season. It has been the running game that has done all the heavy lifting, specifically Blake McMeekin, who last week rushed for 287 yards. In fact, this season, McMeekin is averaging 228 yards a game, and as a team, the Pirates are averaging 409 yards on the ground per game. Now, the big question is, can the Pirates keep it going against the best team that they have seen this season in Sullivan? Sullivan's coming off a dominating win over Arcola last week, 54-6. Sullivan's been led by their rushing attack as well as they're averaging 321 yards a game, but they are not one-dimensional as they're also averaging 178 yards a game through the air. Will the Pirates' defense step up to the challenge tonight to slow down the Sullivan offense? Tune in to WCRA at 7 p.m. to find out. Now, let's take a look at the FEM Hearts, and for that, we go to Travis Sparks. Thank you so much. Last week, Effingham lost a heartbreaker, no pun intended, 36-30 to in double overtime against Mount Carmel. The game started out in a defensive struggle, and it was filled with a lot of punts. Mount Carmel scored with less than 10 seconds to go into the second quarter to take a 7-0 lead into the locker room. Both teams having very little opportunities to get things going and get into the end zone. FEM would get it going, however, in the third quarter. Back-to-back touchdowns from Gage Gillum connecting with Andrew Lotz for a 61-yarder. And Gillum sneaking it in from one yard out to put the Hearts on top 14-7. From there, it was punch, counterpunch, punch again. And things would get interesting late as Mount Carmel connected on a big pass play to set them up inside the red zone. And after a touchdown got called back due to a false start, the Aces were forced to settle for a field goal that put them on top 24-21. to With 15 seconds left, they kick off and no timeouts left for the Hearts. Hope looked bleak. Weldon Dunstan had other ideas. He feels inside the 5-yard line. 
tries to find room to run. He's out to the 30. He might have a chance here. He's got it at the 50. He breaks through, and he's going to be tripped up at the 10 yard line. Wow. Oh, my God. Wow. What a return by Weldon Dunstan. He would actually return it to the 25-yard line, and I talked to Coach Hefner earlier this week to talk about that run back. It was a heck of a job by him, our return team, to mm-hmm. you know to stay on their blocks and finish them and get out there and go, and then uh, you know heck of a kick by Michael to, to give us a chance in overtime. And that would also set the stage for Coach Hef to send out Michael Stefton for the tie. Good snap, good hold, kick is up, and it is good! Yes! Good! Yes! Stefton, wow, clutch, we're tied, wow, 42-yard boot. What a clutch kick there by Stefton, and they were all tied up at 24 going into overtime. FEM would score first on a Gillum to Brody Belcher 7-yard touchdown pass, but Stefton would miss the extra point. Leaves the door open for Mount Carmel just slightly. The Aces on their possession scored it to tie it up at 30, and this is how it went. Kick up, and it's so good! Wow, he pushed it wow. up, too! Wow. No good! How crazy is that? Two missed extra points would send the game to a second overtime. Sisson would connect with Andrew Gillahan for their third touchdown connection of the night, and that would make it 36-30 to Mount Carmel. FEM was faced with a fourth and goal, and unfortunately, they called up the play that worked all night, but the ball just went off the fingertips of Hunter Reed. That would end a thrilling 36-30 Mount Carmel victory in double overtime. Yeah, two guys open, and just unfortunately didn't get the ball to either one of them, and you know, like I said, you get a chance to make plays, you got to make them, and we needed to make one more and didn't. And that along with a handful of other plays probably ended yeah. up costing us, and that's what, that's what hurts when you've got you can go back and analyze, and there were a number, probably four to six different plays that could have sealed it for us, and we didn't we didn't get it done. FEM falls to a one and one, and then they will take on a very familiar opponent in the non-conference realm, the Knights of Breeze Modern Day. Since 2004, Modern Day is 14 and five against FEM, but things have gone the Hearts' way lately. They've won three out of the last five matchups including a playoff win at Breeze in 2019. And the Hearts are 3-5 and five overall at home against Modern Day, and that's where the game is tonight. Classroom Field at Washington Savings Bank Stadium. So FEM has that going for them. Yeah, you know, we've had a heck of a battle with them, you know, ever since I've been here. And, you know, they're very well coached. They're going to be big and physical. And, and uh, you know, so they're coming off a tough, controversial loss last week. So, um, you know, they won in week one, so I'm sure, you know, it's a big one for them too, so it should be a heck of a battle. And it's also Military Appreciation Night, a tradition that has been going on in FEM for the last several years. Our kids look forward to it, you know, different jersey, different decals, yeah. you know, it's, it's kind of a neat thing that's taken off here, and we take a lot of pride in that, so, you know, a big one because of that, and then a big one because we need a win. Always exciting to bring out those camo jerseys. They should look very spiffy. Last year, Effingham pitched a shutout and got the win over Breeze Modern Day 17 to nothing. And now I will throw it back to you. Thanks, Travis. Look forward to the next chapter of the Effingham Modern Day rivalry tonight. Now, let's check in on the South Central Conference 
And for that, we go to Todd Stapleton. And good evening and welcome to week number three of the high school football season. Just think after tonight, we will be one-third of the way through the regular season in high school football. In the South Central Conference, some big matchups for this week. The Vandals are back at home for the second week in a row, a rarity during the regular season for sure. The Vandals 1-1 one one, coming off their 21-7 victory over the Staunton Bulldogs this past week. They will host the Carlinville Cavaliers. Carlinville started off the season with a win over Litchfield and lost last week to Pena. They've got a dominant running back in the name of Jack Rouse. He ran for over 200 yards in week one against Litchfield, but struggled a little bit running the football against Pena in week two. But Vandals football coach Jason Clay says he knows Carlinville coaching staff will make big adjustments. Yeah, I mean, I think that he's obviously a good, a good back, and uh, I think he's got 51 carries in two games, so um, obviously he's their guy, and they're going to try to saddle him up and ride him, but, um, you know, they're good coaches, too. They'll they'll be working on things this week that uh, maybe they didn't do so well, uh, whether it be in the passing game or complimentary plays to him running to try to open things up, so, you know, obviously give them credit for, you know, for being a good staff, and, and uh, we'll have to be prepared to stop the him in the run game and also the pass game and and like I said they're going to be looking to improve and they're going to be uh, fired up after losing last week and, and expecting to come in here and, and get back on a winning track. So both teams come into the week at one and one and both teams have matched up with some very good games over the past several years. Carlinville coach Chad Easterday says watching the Vandals on film shows him that they are very similar coming into week three. They're 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 a really like a mirror image of us. They have some young kids playing in some key spots, and then you know, obviously the experience they have at quarterback, and that is is, is something you just can't replace um, year after year. So uh, you know we have the same, but uh, he's very explosive, and they seem to when he goes, they go. So we'll have our work cut out for us keeping him contained. It'll be the Vandals hosting the Carlinville Cavaliers tonight at Mark Greer Field. Game time, 7 p.m. We'll have the broadcast for you on 107.1 FM, WKRV. Available streaming at VandaliaRadio.com and on the Vandalia Radio app. Some other games around the South Central Conference for tonight. We have an undefeated matchup tonight at Pena. Southwestern's 2-0. and They will be at Pena tonight. The Panthers also 2-0 and coming into that one tonight. The Greenville Comets will be on the road with their 2-0 and record. They will be at Gillespie to take on the 0-2 Miners tonight. Hillsboro coming off their loss to Greenville last week. They're 1-1 on the season. They will be at 0-2 Staunton coming up tonight. 1-1 North Mac will be at 0-2 Litchfield tonight. Litchfield 0-2, but they have played better, put a lot of points on the board through their first two weeks of the season. So, recapping the matchups tonight, the 1-1 Carlinville Cavaliers will be at the 1-1 Vandals tonight. 2-0 Greenville at 0-2 Gillespie. 1-1 Hillsboro at 0 and to Staunton. The 2-0 Southwestern Piasaw Birds will be at Painted to take on the Panthers, who are also 2-0. And the 1-1 North Mac Panthers will be at the Purple Panthers tonight at Litchfield. The Purple Panthers are 0-2. That's a look at the South Central Conference in week number three. I'm Todd Stapleton. Thanks very much, Todd. That Vandalia-Carlinville game should be a good one tonight. Now, let's take a look at some other action in our area. Starting with the Apollo Conference, 1-1 Muhammad travels to 0-2 Quincy Notre Dame. It'll be 2-0 Mount Zion that will host 2-0 Salem in a battle of unbeatens. And 2-0 Taylorville will head to 0-2 Columbia. 
In other Lincoln Prairie Conference action, 1-1 Arcola will travel to 0-2 Argenta. 1-1 Sagamon Valley, they will host 1-1 Cerro Gordo. And Villa Grove will look to get their first win of the season as they head to 1-1 Nokomis. In the Illini Conference action for tonight, 2-0 Casey will travel to 0-2 Newton. It'll be 2-0 Lawrenceville that'll host 0-2 Olney. 1-1 Paris will head to 0-2 Marshall. And the Robinson Maroons will try to get their first win of the season, but it'll be against 1-1 Mount Carmel. Finally, in Central Illinois Conference action, 1-1 Tuscola will host 2-0 Farmington. It'll be 1-1 Clinton traveling to 1-1 Eureka. 1-1 Warrensburg will host 0-2 Sharon. And in a matchup of former Central Illinois Conference foes, 1-1 Central A&M will take on 0-2 Decatur St. Teresa. And that game will be played at Milliken University. Finally, 2-0 Shelbyville will host 2-0 St. Louis Roosevelt. But that game will be taking place tomorrow night at 5 p.m. Well, that wraps things up for the Cromwell Media Group pre-game show. I'd like to thank Lane Blickham, Travis Sparks, and Todd Stapleton for joining me. And we would all like to thank all of you for listening. Now, let's take you to the booth for your game as we're just moments away from kickoff for week three of the high school football season. And now, 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM present... Pontius takes the snap, play action pass. He's looking to throw, loads up, and it's going to be caught! Buddy Hillen from Estrada goes into the touchdown! He'll hand off to West North. You check up the middle, he's got room to run, and he's in! Touchdown! First on fourth down and three! Pontius under center, snap, and it's a play action pass. We're going to go across the middle, he's wide open, and it's caught! Estrada, 41 yards, and that puts uh, the Arts on top now, 13-0. Effingham Football on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Your home 
for Effingham Football, 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Good evening, everyone, and welcome in to us walking the field at Washington Savings Bank Stadium here for another glorious Friday night. Friday night football. We're already here in week number three, and tonight is Military Appreciation Night here at FEM High School. And the matchup is the annual series between a Breeze Modern Day Night and the FEM Hearts. My name is Travis Sparks, alongside Dominic Daters. We're here calling all the action tonight here on the voice of FEM Hearts Football. 100.5, 105.5, Jack FM, also streaming online at FEMRadio.com and on the FEM radio app. Both teams come into this one at 1-1 one and one as both teams got victories in week number one, start off their seasons off right. And then last week, both teams coming off a loss as uh, last week, last Friday night, was an epic double overtime a thriller against Mount Carmel. Unfortunately, FEM came on the losing side of that and it was 7 nothing at halftime, and then both offenses exploded in the second half. 59 points were put up in the uh, second half alone there. And so FEM trying to bounce back tonight against Freeze Modern Day, who also is trying to come off a loss as well. This one was a little bit more scoring for them as they fell to their rival Breeze Central in the annual Milk Bowl. And it was the first Milk Bowl win for Breeze Central since 2016. And they won it with about four seconds left to go with a 37-yard field goal uh, there. As a Breeze Modern Day, uh, their quarterback is uh, Trenton Zeb. Uh, he went seven for 16. He only had 38 yards through the air, but he did have 13 carries, 113 yards, and a touchdown. But that is very deceiving because 80 or some yards came on one play. Uh, so uh, just one play, get him most of his yardage uh, there from uh, that perspective. And uh, Zeb is only on the season 13 of 34, 162 yards, a touchdown, and has 32 carries, 232 yards on the ground, and a three touchdowns there. And uh, the uh, series with Modern Day began, my history shows that it began in 2004, and currently uh, the Modern Day series is 14-5 and five in favor of the Knights in 19 matchups. However, FEM does have a little momentum, and it does have other things going for them as FEM is 3-5 and five at home here at Clawson Field at Washington Savings Bank Stadium compared to just 2-9 and a nine on the road. And FEM has won three out of the last five matchups, including last year. And that was a little bit later in the season, even though season's starting to change here. Uh, it's starting to get cooler. May have to break out the sweatshirt tonight from here on out on Friday nights. And that certainly is a great thing. But last year, FEM met up with Modern Day in week eight of the season right here in FEM, and it was the Hearts coming out with a 17-2-0 victory there. It was a Dunstan and Pontius rushing touchdown and an Estrada field goal. That was pretty much it, all the scoring for FEM on uh, that night. So FEM trying to make it two or three in a row. I mean, didn't play during the uh, pandemic year, of course, but uh, trying to keep the momentum going in this series uh, against Modern Day, and we'll see what FEM comes out with after coming off a heartbreaking loss, no pun intended, but uh, FEM trying to bounce back here, and yes, Modern Day is technically as well. Yeah, definitely both teams uh, trying to bounce back, especially the uh, the Hearts. Yeah, definitely a heartbreaking loss, 36-30, Mount Carmel in uh, double, double overtime, and uh, yeah, they're def- definitely looking to bounce back and continue the, uh, the winning trend against uh, 
modern day after winning three out of the last uh, five matchups. And, uh, yeah, both teams coming in one-on-one, uh, one and both teams looking that we want to go, you know, be one-on-two after the night's over. But uh, one of these teams will be, and hopefully uh, hopefully it'll be prepping and hopefully be a uh, breeze modern day. But, uh, yeah, let's see if uh, see if Evangelio's offense can continue its spark from the second half of uh, – Last game, like Travis mentioned, it was uh, only seven nothing after the, the first half, and that Mount Carmel didn't score until ten seconds left to go yeah. in, the, in the second quarter. So it was definitely a defensive struggle before the offense uh, just went went back and forth, and Effingham uh, was able to uh, had some things go their way. It was able to tie it up and uh, eventually lost double overtime, but uh, a heck of a game, and uh, hopefully the Hearts have uh, several more of them. In, you know, to go here in, in the season, and uh, we'll see what they can do here tonight. I believe as the uh, the Hearts are getting ready to, uh, or Breeze Marday, excuse me, comes out comes out on the field, and uh, Breeze Marday bringing a few few fans over there from from Breeze, and uh, here at Effingham is bringing bringing a great great crowd out here tonight, especially on the military uh, appreciation night. We appreciate all the. All the veterans and everybody is uh, current serving members and uh, things like that. People who uh, served served our country and uh, definitely definitely want to thank them and uh, definitely want to definitely want to thank them and uh, all 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 I do for the service for our country and all their sacrifice. So uh, as as we look out here as. Uh, Costerman Field at Washington Savings Bank Stadium. Just uh, waiting for the hearts, hearts to come out here. With there's about uh, three minutes change left to go here before the start of the game, and uh, I just look for another another good battle tonight here, Travis, between uh, between Effingham and uh, and Breeze Modern Day. Yeah, and uh, this uh, military appreciation night was started a few years back, and it's been a nice little uh, tradition to honor the uh, military here, and also it's an excuse to break out some different style jerseys got the digital red camo jerseys on do the hearts and also have some different decals as well as the irregular red e is switched out for the red white and blue e on the side of the helmets as well so uh those were looking nice here in the uh, pregame and like uh dominic was saying we're waiting the arrival of uh, the uh, fem hearts uh, but first let's take a look at the uh, breeze modern day starting lineup and we'll start off with the offense, and they'll start off with some receivers. And number 17, Carter Murphy. Also, another receiver is Landon Gepperhaus, as he wears number 11. Number 10, Gabe uh, Schleime. And starting out left tackle is number 72nd, uh, 77, and Zachary Tebb. Left guard is 56, Dalton Timmerman. The center is uh, number 60, uh, Braden, uh, Brady Kirkenmeyer. Uh, right guard is number 58. Uh, Dawson Rudolph, and the right tackle is 59, uh, Jackson Keys. The tight end is number 24, uh, Garrett uh, Winkler, and the quarterback is uh, Trent Zeb, and the running back is number 34, Brock Raverman, for the Knights. And they do have some uh, changes on the uh, starting lineup for the FEM Hearts offensively, uh, as we have uh, some uh, players that are getting into the uh, lineup number six. Uh, Brock Meltenberger is starting out a receiver tonight for FEM. That's the only 
other notable change uh, there. Uh, Michael Love is switching numbers uh, tonight with the uh, New Jersey, so he's going to be wearing number 43 instead of number 44. And uh, we also have some changes defensively for the Hearts on that side of the football, as well as Maddox Burner gets the start at defensive end, and Brady Storksum also gets the start on the other side at defensive tackle, and uh, Brady's also the starting center as well as he came back from injury last week. And it looks like Breeze Day will be receiving the opening a kickoff to a star in this one, so uh, they are going to be going eh, probably, you'd say, south to uh, north here at Costuma uh, Field at Washington Savings Bank Stadium, so We'll see what their offense and Trent Zeb comes out with here tonight. And uh, Breezemeyer today trying for a bounce-back season. As uh, last year, the Knights were 4-5. and five. Uh, They were on the uh, brink of the playoffs, but uh, with the record after uh, FEM's game last year, they were 4-4, four and four, and then they fell to Mount Zion in a shootout, 38-35, just to miss out on the playoffs. And they've only missed out on the – that was the second time in Coach Jim. Uh, Stable's career here at Breeze Martyr Day, 14 years, and now entering his 15th year as Knights head coach. And it's the first time missing the postseason since they went 2-7 and seven in 2017. So uh, unfamiliar territory not making the a playoff for the Knights. And as you know, FEM won that last year and got playoff eligible and ended up falling to Rochester in the postseason. It's Stefton who made that clutch field goal to a tie it up and send it in overtime last week. He's going to be the one. Kicking off here to start off tonight's Military Appreciation Night here in FEM. We appreciate you joining us however you are doing so. And we're hopefully in a store for another great ball game between the Hearts and the Breeze modern day night. As it'll be a Stefton back to a kick it away. And a Lampy, Nick Lampy, will be one of the receivers back to receive the kickoff. And we're underway here in week number three. And it's going to bounce into the back of the end zone for a touchback. So Breeze Monterey will start off with the football after Stefan has a touchback there to start the game. That was a nice uh, kickoff there by uh, by Stefan. I didn't realize uh, I didn't realize he was only only a sophomore. So he yeah. has a, has a uh, he has a heck heck of a leg for being uh, being so young. But uh, yeah, that was a great uh, that was a great field goal he made uh, last week, uh, forty two yarder to. Uh, Tie the game and send it into send it into overtime. That was a great kickoff there. So let's see what the Breeze Modern Day does here on uh, on offense. They'll start off with the ball of their own, a twenty yard line off the uh, touchback, and Trent Zeb will bring out the Knights in the shotgun. We got three wide receivers split out here. One's a little bit closer to the line than others. As Zeb of Raverman back there in the backfield, and Zeb takes the snap. He's looking to throw right away. He throws underneath. The pass is complete. At the 25-yard line, and a nice run gets it across the 30-yard line before he's finally brought down. And that was Garrick Winkler with the grab for modern day. So uh, quickly a pickup of about 14 yards there and a first down for modern day on the first pass of the game. That was a nice pass play over the middle by modern day. Zeb will hand it off to Raverman, who takes it up up the middle. And doesn't get very far, tries to get it close to the 40-yard line, but he stopped short of that, so it'll bring up second down. And after a pickup of about four, it'll be second and six. So it'll be officially marked at second and five. Zeb will be in the shotgun, 
And he'll send a man in motion, and he hands off two of the running back. Nope, it's going to be a play-action pass, and the pass is too high for the intended receiver out there, and it'll be incomplete. And that was Gabe uh, Schleime there on their intended reception. And that'll bring up third down. Yeah, that pass was just a little bit too high uh, over over Schleime's, Schleime's head there for, uh, for modern day. He faked the handoff and just uh, threw, it, threw it over his head. So third and a five for Modern Day as Zeb takes the snap in the shotgun. He's going to be another across the middle, and he's got a man open, and he's across midfield, and he's finally brought down on the other side of the 45-yard line. So that was Garrett Winkler with the reception. The time he connected there on the pass, and that's going to be on the other 35-yard line. So that was about 26 yards. Big gainer there. That was a big gainer. Open. He was open over the middle again. First time in FEM territory. Zeb, he will hand off to Raverman. He goes on the left side, and he's going to be tackled across the 30. So a nice little gain there on a first down for Raverman. And it's a gain of about five yards, they say. And so they bring up second and five. Mike Love was the man to bring him down that time. Just underway here in the first quarter between Modern Day and FEM. Zeb will be in a little pistol look. And Zeb takes the snap, and it's going to be a play-action pass. He's going to roll out here to the right side. And he's looking for a man to throw to downfield. He's going to tuck it in and run, and he bowls over a hard defender at the 25-yard line. And he's going to get a first down, I believe. As the far official over there is marked it and moved the chain. So another first yep. down on the scramble that time by Zeb. Yeah, gain of, gain of six yards there on the scramble by Zeb. So it'll be a first down and a 10. Ball will be spotted at the FEM 24 for modern day on their opening drive. Zeb will be into the shotgun. Got two or got three receivers split out wide to the far side. Send a man in motion. That's Robertman. He'll hand it off to him. He's trying to look for running room, and he runs into his own guy, and he gets it just across the line of scrimmage. But... Maybe a better gain than I initially thought. No, it's about a gain of one or two. So I would say one yard. Give him a yard, yep. A far official over there was kind of standing around and thought he was going to give him more yardage. So it'll be Zeb in the shotgun again. Three wide receivers split out to the left. Zeb takes the snap. He's looking over that way to the left side. He throws, and it's going to be pass complete to Lampy, and it's going to be near the first down a marker, and that's where FEM brought him down, right at the sticks. So it'll be marked just short, so it'll be a eight-yard gain there and bring, that, bring up third and one at the 15. And Zeb will go up under center this time. He'll take the snap. He'll hand off to Raverman. It's going to be blown up in the backfield, and they're going to tackle him for a loss. That's Charlie Ring. He was one of the first guys in there to slow him down. And uh, the Hearts offense comes in and cleans it up. Yeah, Charlie Ring and uh, Michael Love helped out on that as well. But they were Charlie Ring was right there to not knock him, knock him back a few yards there. Fourth, fourth and two for Breeze Modern Day. It looks like Zeb will be going for it in the shotgun. He'll hand off to a Raverman. He'll turn the corner. He's got the first down, and they'll finally knock him out of bounds as he's close to the 10-yard line. So 
Modern Day picks it up on fourth down, and this drive continues. Yeah, FEM uh, not not able to. They, they've had some nice stops defensively, but able to stop uh, Breeze there on that uh, fourth down as they uh, gain seven yards. It's uh, first first and goal from uh, the old, their own nine yard line. So Zeb will take the snap in the shotgun. He goes straight ahead, and he's going to be not very far. Maybe got it back to the line of scrimmage, but that was it. As it was Coberland, one of the guys there to slow him down, and then uh, FEM came in there. I think that was Metzner who uh, came in and actually got the tackle after he was slowed down. It's like they're going to give him a yard on that. Yeah. Right there. Not much, but they'll oh. take the yard, and Zeb yeah. will take the snap of the shotgun and roll to the right side, looking to, towards the end zone. It's going to be knocked down, incomplete. And that was Busher. Wade Busher. Nice knockdown by Busher there. Yeah, he's kind of uh, mad at himself for not having the interception, but yeah. he just yeah. knocked it down and stopped the touchdown. Sure. So third and goal from the eight. This is where FEM kind of locked down Mount Carmel early on. Yes, it is. So Zeb will take the snap in the shotgun, third and goal. Zeb takes the snap, and he's going to keep it. He's going to roll out to the right side looking for someone to throw to. And he's going to tuck it down and run, and the FEM's not going to let him get very far. He's brought down, and that's Michael Love, who was the man to get there before Zeb could get any positive momentum. So that's going to bring out fourth and goal on the stop. Michael Love was uh, was all over that, chasing him from, from, uh, from the snap. So that was a no-gainer, and it'll be a fourth and a goal. So they'll come out and, I believe, tenth a field goal here. As Chase Jansen will be the holder. Marcus Kerr will go on to attempt the 20-some yarder. And it's going to be a good snap, and it's going to be good. I thought it was just pushed to the left, but it stayed inside the upright. So modern day is on the board first. They get a field goal by Marcus Kerr, and they lead 3 nothing. And we'll be back in 30 seconds. You're listening to FEM Hearts Football here on Jack FM. Weston Company Certified Public Accountants. We take pride in partnering with our clients and supporting our community since 1968. Weston Company is one of the 500 largest accounting firms in the country. With over 50 accounting professionals, Weston Company is ready to serve you with your accounting, auditing, payroll, sales tax, income tax, retirement planning, retirement auditing, and other general business consulting. See us at 501 East Evergreen in Effingham or online at westcpa.com. You're listening to Effingham Football on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Welcome back in here to Effingham High School. As Modern Day gets on the board first there with a 26-yard field goal made there by the Knights. Marcus Kerr knocked it through the uprights. A little bit further, it probably would have been a miss, but luckily it was only 26 yards, so Kerr will be the one to boot it away. And Effingham's going to field it about the 15-yard line, and that is Dunstan. I know that was Weaver who was the man to return it, and he gets it across the 25-yard line, maybe to the 26, so that's about it. And Effingham will start off over with their first possession, trailing 3 nothing. Yeah, that was a nice uh, nice job there by the uh, Effingham defense. To uh, I know they let them pretty much march all the way down to the field to the 9-yard line, but only, only allow a field goal there by modern day, so that was a nice uh, defensive stand there. 
And uh, like you said, Travis, the defense kind of locked them down just like it did Mount Carmel uh, last week. So, if, you know, it's the first offensive possession tonight. We'll see what they can do here. Yellum will lead the hearts out in up under center. And it's eye formation. Gillum will take the snap on their center, and he'll turn, and he'll hand off to a Dunstan, and he's looking for a running room on the left side. He's not going to get very far. He carried it over the 30-yard line. He's followed his blockers there, and that'll be a gain of a few yards, maybe four, five, up to the 31-yard line. Four on that. Not much not much running room off to uh, off to the left there. or Yeah, off to the left there, but... Uh... Definitely, uh, definitely going to try to keep keep uh, chipping away at it like they have all season. Well, Market had a second and of five for the Hearts on their first possession. Gillum will go in their center again. High formation once again. Gillum will take the snap. He'll turn and he'll hand off to Dunson again. Left side again. Tries to cut it back up the middle. And he can't find much running room there before he's wrapped up and tackled there by uh, Garrett Winkler. And quickly, that'll bring up third down. May again two, but that's it. So it'll bring up third and three. Yeah, quick, uh, quick third, uh, third down here. Short, short third down. So hopefully, uh, FEM can draw, draw something up here. Maybe I know they they ran the ball twice. Maybe a short little pass uh, to the sideline. Maybe to get the first down. Gillum under center again. High formation. Third time in a row. Gillum. Will it take the snap from Stortzum and in turn play action pass. He rolls off to the right side. Here comes the rush for modern day, and it's going to be intercepted. Intercepted by the Knights, and uh, that is Carter Murphy with the INT. So Gillum's first pass is an INT. Short little return there, but a turnover will be the Hart's first possession. Yeah, definitely not. Definitely not what you wanted to wanted to do. The first first possession, uh, Gillum was get Gillum was getting flushed out of the pocket. Definitely, and I don't know maybe if he uh, tried to try to squeeze it in there over over the middle to the FEM wide receiver. And just was unable to, and Breezemar Day took advantage of it. Tom Tom S was really coming after Gillum there, and they'll start off on the forty seven yard line. It's a play-action pass, looking to throw it down the middle. He's got a man open, and it's going to be complete, and it's inside wow. the 15-yard line. Big pass play there, and that's going to be brought down by Raverman for the Knights, and he's going to hobble off as he may have twisted an ankle there. And actually, there's another player for modern day down. It looked like he was going to run off the field initially, but that's Raverman who's down, favoring his right ankle. Big pass completion. That's going to bring it down all the way to the eight-yard line. Like it's a thirty-nine-yard pass completion. Yeah, there. huge for Breeze Modern Day. As they hit Robertman out of the backfield and all the way down, and so one play off the turnover, off the interception, and Modern Day might be cooking here already. Already leading three nothing. Yeah, they they might be. Their offense is definitely uh, definitely looking. Uh, looks uh, great so far here in this game. Just underway in the first quarter of action. 5.06 remaining in the first quarter. And Raverman was completely on his back. Now they get him to his feet. He's a little hobbled, but he's just going to shake it off and walk over to the sidelines. So, FEM defense has the tall task of trying to stop Modern Day here again in the red zone for the second time. 
Yeah, let's see if they're up to the task again here for the, for the second time already. Deep in modern day, deep in their own territory, ball at the own eight eight yard line. First and goal at the eight, and Zeb will be in of a shotgun and directing traffic. Got receivers split on each side, and Zeb will take the snap, low snap, and it's going to be handed off there, trying for the jet sweep, and it's going to go nowhere, and maybe even lost one, and that was Metzner with the tackle in the backfield for FEM, and Schlemmer is the man who was the rusher on that jet sweep. And that's actually going to be a loss of two or three. Second and goal at the 11. Nice job there by the uh, FEM defense. Let's see if they can uh, keep holding them here. So Zeb will come out in the shotgun again. Got two receivers out here to the right this time. Send a man in motion. That's slimy. Out there in the backfield, who got in motion. Here comes the rush and tried to get it out to him. It's going to be incomplete, just out of his reach. For Schleimer there, and it will be a third and goal at the 11. So Marta Day got that big pass play off the turnover, but then an incompletion and a loss of three. Now is the third and goal at the 11. Coming up on four minutes to go in the opening quarter. Yeah, not able to, not able to do much uh, after after the uh, turnover there. So Zeb will be in the shotgun. Three split out of the right, or left. Here comes one in motion, and he'll take the snap. Looking to roll out of the pocket now, and he tucks it down, and one missed tackle. He's into the end zone for a touchdown. Zeb with a scramble, 11-yard scramble for Zeb, and he's into the end zone. For a modern day touchdown, and they lead nine to a zero in the early going. Yeah, he was just able to. Effingham uh, was focused on them wide receivers. They had uh, I think four four wideouts to one side. Effingham was uh, focused on them and left the middle wide open, and Lee was just able to take it take it right up the middle for the touchdown. And so it's nine nothing modern day, and they'll go for the extra point here. And Kerr, who knocked a 26-yard field goal, will try to attempt the extra point here. We know on this side of the field it was adventurous in overtime last week. Kick is up, low kick, and it's no good. Push it to the left again. And so it's no good, but Monterey does get the touchdown, and they lead a 9-2-0 in the early going, 4.05 to go in the first quarter. We'll be back in 30 seconds. You're listening to FEM Hearts Football here on Jack Evans. Diedrich Bank would like to wish the Effingham Hearts good luck this football season. The Diedrich Bank Difference Makers will be cheering you on from the sidelines. We know that being a student can be stressful, so we are here to make it easier. Check out our great lineup of checking accounts, including our student account, Extreme Green Student. With cell phone protection, roadside assistance, and savings at local businesses, the Extreme Green Student checking account is sure to make your life a little easier. Now let's bring home a win, Hearts! Diedrich Bank, live for today, bank for tomorrow, member FDIC. This is Effingham High School Football on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Welcome back here to Effingham High School as Effingham trails 9 and nothing now after that 11-yard scramble by Zeb, but modern day did miss the extra point. And Kara will kick it away. And it's going to be kicked away, and it's going to be fielded there at the 15-yard line again. That's Weaver. 
He's going to try to get it back to the left side. Now cuts it back to the right side. He's got room to run. He turns the corner. He's at the 45, and he gets tripped up just shy of midfield. And so a nice little run back there by Weaver. And so FEM will start over. Yeah, they're going to mark him at the 40. Yeah, looks that was a nice return by Weaver. Looks like he caught that about the 15 or 20, and he's going towards the middle, towards the left, and cut back towards the right. And uh, the market actually at the 43-yard line. So nice, nice run back by Weaver. Nice field position for, for FEM to start here. Let's see if they can do something here before this first quarter ends. Actually, they're going to mark it at the 43-yard line, and Gillen's going to take the snap handoff to a Dunstan left side. He's trying to find room to run. He can't find it anywhere, and he's going to be tackled in the backfield. Forward progress maybe got back to the line of scrimmage, but that's it. So modern day snuffing out the run early. Not much going. We saw the same thing last week against Mount Carmel until Dunstan broke off one in the third, but not a lot going tonight either. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Yeah, there's not not much luck up the middle. And so the Hearts on their second possession start off with a no gain. Second and ten, Gillum in the shotgun. And a low snap, and he'll hand off to a Dunstan, and he turns the corner on the right side, and he gets tripped up and tackled right before the midfield stripe, and that'll bring up third down quickly for the Hearts again. So that's going to be spotted right at midfield, actually, for a seven-yard gain, bring up third and three. See if Effingham can get the uh, get a first down here, hopefully uh... – Hopefully not another another turnover like they had last possession, the last drive. Excuse me. They turned it over through the interception on third down last drive, and so a Gillum will be out in the shotgun. Dunstan's just to his right. Receivers split out each side, and Gillum takes the snap in the shotgun. He's looking over here to the near side. Throw is complete, and that's going to get just shy of the six. Though he's going to be uh, short. And that's Nolan Fearday who made the grab, I believe. You're correct. And so a gain of about two, and it'll bring up fourth and one. So short gain. Ball at the modern day 48. So they're on the opposite end of the 50. And Hart's going to line up to go for it. Gillum will go up under center on fourth and one. And it's going to be a QB sneak straight ahead. Hart keep pushing, pushing, pushing. The initial push. Did he get enough? The referee's coming in, and he's going to be short. Short. So the initial push was there, but then suddenly. Yeah, they come back with a push of their own. Yeah. Push them back. So the Knights force a turnover on down. Four and out for the Hart. So it'll be modern-day football in their own 48-yard line. And they're already up 9 nothing with a minute 46 to go in the opening quarter. Definitely not the start you want if you're no. uh, half a game. And so they'll start off on the 40, their own 48, and the whistle will blow before the play can get going. And then 46 remaining in the opening quarter. Not sure what this timeout was about. Maybe a little equipment issue. As Schleiman was over there 
getting close to the sidelines, and now we're back underway. Uh, it's going to be Zeb in the shotgun. He's going to hand off to Raverman, one missed tackle, and he carries it close to midfield. And so that's going to be a decent little gain there, but it'll bring up second and uh, eight after a gain of just two yards there. So Zeb will be in the shotgun again. Raverman in the backfield with him. And Zeb takes a snap of the shotgun, and it's a fake. He goes to the left side. It's a pass, but a high pass, but it's going to be complete there to Slimy. And that's going to be across the 40-yard line, and that's going to be a first down. So it'll be spotted at the 39. That's the 11-yard gain there for Breeze Warner Day. So it'll be Zeb. Taking the snap of the shotgun. He's looking to pass. Here comes the rush. And Love's trying to chase him down. Throws it towards the end zone. One-on-one. It's oh, going to be caught. And also tired. a penalty flag as well. Man, that was a Carter Murphy battling with Busher there. And it was just one-on-one coverage. And it's going to be down to the one-yard line, depending on what the penalty flag is. And it's going to be pass interference on who? It's going to be on Effingham. So that's going to go against Busher one-on-one with Murphy, and that's going to be spotted at the one. So a 38-yard pass play there. Love was trying to chase Zeb down, but fired it in one-on-one coverage, and it was a jump ball and pass interference on Effingham. And Coach Hefner now wants an explanation, and it's a little bit out there on the field, close to the 20. A little bit. He's still not, uh, still doesn't understand or not happy with the explanation. He's still standing there. 51.8 seconds left in the opening quarter. Modern Day already leading 9 nothing, And so Coach Hefner still giving it to the head official there. Yeah, he's uh, still doesn't understand. Definitely or, getting his money's worth there. For sure. For sure. <laughs> I mean, as a head coach, you have to, right? Yeah, might as well. Yeah. So. Uh, it's going to be a first and goal at the one for modern day. Coach Hefner now goes back towards the sideline. I think that was Dave Purvis, the uh, head official there, giving everything, hearing it from Coach Hefner. And I'm not sure what they were talking about. I didn't catch that uh, announcement that uh, Scott was talking about there. I think they were talking about uh, about yard about yardage and the ball being moved up moved up possibly. I'm not I'm moved not, up not, to the uh, an inch. It's at the one I, already. Yes, I, I don't I don't know. It looks like they did they did move it back from about the one inch line to the one yard line. Maybe the one yard and one inch line, but they're splitting hairs. Way, I know, right? Splitting hairs tonight. <laughs> it's going to be a first and goal at the one or half inch. Yard line and Zeb under center. He'll take it, push it forward, pushing, pushing, pushing. It's not there, and Effingham's going to keep him out. So in a battle of inches, maybe it does matter after all. <laughs> it does. It sure does. So Charlie Ring was one of the first guys there to push him back, and it'll be second goal at the one, and the Knights might be content with just letting the first quarter clock run down, and then that's what they're going to do. 
So after one quarter of play, it is Breeze Modern Day 9, FEM 0. Modern Day knocking on the door again, second and goal at the 1. And when we come back here in the second quarter, and we'll be back in one minute. You're listening to Hearts Football on Jack FM. Mers Heating and Air Conditioning. Do it once, do it right. Comfort for you and your family. Always call on the leader. Hi, this is Pat Gibbon, owner of Mers Heating and Air Conditioning, your local Lennox dealer. I know that after a long, hard day at work, all you want to do is relax at home. But how can you possibly relax when you can't seem to get comfortable? The house seems warm and stuffy. Well, the Mers team has the solution. We provide free estimates for new systems, prompt installation, and don't forget we have most sizes and types of equipment in stock in our warehouse for a speedy cure to your summertime blues. Give us a call today at 342-2323 or book online at MERSAC.com. Be sure to ask about our new customer and customer loyalty discounts. Mers Heating and Air Conditioning Do it once, do it right Now, time for more Effingham Hearts football on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM Welcome back here at 2 o'clock in the field Washington Savings Bank Stadium as we're getting a Standing ovation to all of the active men and women in the military. Of course, on Military Appreciation Night, we have all the flags around here and have the branches of the military represented tonight. And that was uh, the standing ovation right there to start off the second quarter. It's second and goal, Raverman, and he's going to be pushing across the goal line. No signal yet. And it's going to be short. So third and goal. As Raverman tried to run downhill that time and nothing doing so for the third straight play, FEM holding the Knights. We'll see what happens on the third straight from the one-yard line. Got to give it to the Hearts defense there. They're, They're trying. Yeah. And a Zeb in the pistol. Zeb takes the snap. He'll hand off to Raverman, and he's going to get hit initially. I don't think he got it. He's going to be stopped short. As there was a couple of Hearts defenders in there to slow him down, and then the rest of the defense coming in and getting him down. Ring, a ring and Metzner there on the stop, and it's fourth and goal. So, three straight plays at the one-yard line, and FEM's defense holds strong. Fourth and goal at the one. We'll see what they want to do here. Kind of reminds you of the goal line stances last week against yeah, Mount Carmel. They're going for it. So fourth and goal at the one. Zeb in the pistol. Raverman right behind him. And Zeb will take the snap. He'll fake it, and he's going to throw it towards the end zone. Touchdown. Play action pass. One-yard touchdown to Garrett Winkler. And it's modern day, a 15 to nothing. One yard, a touchdown, a play-action pass from Zeb to Winkler. Garrett Winkler, and it's 15-0 modern day with 10.33 to go in the opening quarter. And Kerr will come on to attempt the point after, do the kind of the swinging door, and finally get into formation here. As Chase Jansen will be the holder. Gets it down. Kick is up, and it is through the uprights. 
good. So, 10.33 to go in the second quarter. And it is 16-0, modern day over the heart. And we'll be back in 30 seconds. You're listening to FEMR Football on Jack FM. Are you ready for a calming getaway right in your backyard? Look no further. Wet Pools and Spas is here to turn your relaxation dreams into reality. Dive into the ultimate relaxation experience with their top-of-the-line pools and spas. Transform your outdoor space into a paradise with their stunning pool and spa designs. You can rely on Wet Pools and Spas to make it easy for you, guiding you from start to finish through the buying and installation process. Visit their website at wetpoolsandspas.net or stop by their showroom to learn more. This is your home for Effingham football, 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Welcome back here to Effingham High School. Clutch from the field, Washington State and State Stadium here. And Effingham finds themselves down on the scoreboard with 10.33 to go in the second quarter. It's 16-0 modern day. What a start of four of them, and FEM almost stopped them on fourth and goal, but the play-action pass, a touchdown. And it'll be fielded there by Dunstan, and he's going to be smacked at the 20-yard line, still bouncing off a couple of players, and he gets it just shy of the 25 for a decent return there by Dunstan this time on the kickoff. Yeah, it was a decent return there by uh, by Dunstan on the on the kickoff. It's like FEM is going to start out the uh... – Three twenty-five. Yeah, twenty-five is where they're going to mark it. So not not a bad, uh, not as good as their last uh, starting field position, but uh, not not definitely not terrible. So see if the Hearts can get something going here. Down sixteen to nothing with ten twenty-five left to go in the first half. And it's going to be Gillum in the I formation under center. And Gillum will take the snap, turn. He'll hand off to Dunstan left side, trying to find room to run, and he's going to be spun down and thrown down. For a short little game there. And that is Dalton Timmerman on the tackle for modern day. Give him a game of four there. Four, yep. So Dunstan with a four-yard carry. Don't need to get all 16 points on this drive because it's impossible, but comeback needs to start now. That's true, but they could get they could get half of them. Yeah. So it'll be uh, Gillum going. Up under center, eye formation again. Gillum will take the snap. And it's a play-action pass. Here comes the rush. Fire is trying to find, and it's going to be incomplete. And that was Belcher on the attendant receiver, and there's going to be a flag coming out. And it's in the area of pass interference, but we'll see. Yeah, it's definitely down where the where the play was at. Uh, Belcher had two and it is pass interference on modern day. So it'll be a 10-yard penalty from the previous spot and an automatic first down. So FEM will have it. Let's see. They'll have it at a 44 is where they'll give it at. So first and 10 on the pass interference by modern day there. And the first and 10 of four FEM. Modern day's first penalty of the game. First penalty for either team. Well, I guess the uh, Hearts had one. Never mind. And it'll be Gillum under center. He'll take the snap, and it's going to be handed off to a Dunstan left side. And he almost got away from a defender, but can't as that is uh, Garrett Winkler bringing him down in the backfield. Well, 
for a short little gain there, I guess. Gain of two yards for Dunstan. They'll bring up second and eight. Yeah, again, really not being able to get much going uh, on the running game. I mean, they're slowly, slowly chipping away, and they had that uh, long shot there on the pass that resulted in the pass interference, but uh, not really able to get too much going so far here tonight. Second down and a nine. Gillum will be in the shotgun. Dustin's just to his left, and Gillum is going to take the snap, but whistles before the snap can get and the play can get going, and there's a penalty. False start on the heart. So that'll back him up five more yards and make the second down more difficult. It'll be at the 40-yard line, our own 40-yard line, and it'll bring down a second and a 14 for FEM as they trail 16-0 here. Get smarter day in the second quarter. As Gillum will be in the shotgun, Dunson's just to his right. And Gillum's going to look to his right. It's thrown across the middle. Pass is complete there. And he stretches out to the 50-yard line. Lots was the man who caught the pass and then ran close to midfield. So that's a gain of 10 yards. And it'll be a third and a four for FEM. It's FEM trying to look to convert their first, first down, I believe, tonight. Well, actually, they may have picked picked up one. I don't think so, though. I don't, I don't have them down for any yeah, so far, so, so hopefully, uh, hopefully they can pick you one up here on uh, third and four. Third and four. Gillum in the shotgun. He'll send Belcher in motion. And Gillum will take the snap. He's looking to throw to that left side. Fires downfield. He's got a man, and it's going to be incomplete. Throw to the inside. And Lotz was looking on the outside, so... It's going to be fourth and four now on that incompletion. Yeah, he had uh, he had lots uh, one on one with the modern day defender. He just threw it he threw it a little too far. And so it'll be fourth down, and Hearts will send out the punt team. Stefton will be the one to uh, going back to punt it away. Garrett Winkler back there to receive it. And I think that's Murphy is the other one. And it's going to be a good snap, a good punt, and feels that at about the 35 and not going very far as FEM down there really quickly. And Melda Barger there getting down there on special teams to make the tackle and doesn't go very far on the return. So it'll be first and 10 for Modern Day at their own 24. Let's see if... Uh... I mean, the FEM defense has been doing a doing a, a good job tonight. I know they've uh, breezed it up sixteen to nothing, but they've had some good uh, good goal line stances and, and things like that. Let's see if they can uh, hold them here. So it'll be Zeb in the shotgun, and he throws across the middle, and it's going to be incomplete right through the hands of Raverman, I believe, or yeah. Garrett Winkler actually was the intended receiver, went right through his hands, and so it'll bring a second down and a ten. And Modern Day is going to pick up a, a sideline warning there. Next one will be a penalty for the Knights. Second and 10. They're on 24. And there's whistles again. I don't think they started the play clock yet or properly. There we go. 
Three receivers out to the far side. Ward Zed, he's in the shotgun. High snap, but he gets it down, and he's going to look to run with it. And he's not going to get very far as he's tackled it out the 25. And Mindendorf was one of the first guys there to bring him down. So that'll be a gain of one, and it'll bring up third and a nine at the 25. Coming up on seven minutes to go in the second quarter. See if FEM can stop him here. And Zeb will be in the shotgun. Takes the snap. He's looking to throw. Looking to throw to the right side. High pass, but it's going to be complete. And it's not going to go very far, though. Garrett Winkler there for the reception again. But it'll be a well short of the markers. Maybe a gain of one or two, but that's it. Gain of two, they say. So it'll be fourth and seven. So, nothing doing there that time for the Knights. And they'll be punting it away. Belcher will be back to receive the punt. And Marcus Kerr will be the one to punt it away for the Knights. Belcher standing just inside the 40. A little bit of a high snap, but Kerr gets it down and punts it away. And he punts it closer to the sidelines and it'll roll out of bounds. Where will the official mark it? And it's going to be... At about the 38, 39-yard line. They'll say 39, which is where FEM will take over. 6.13 to go in the first half. FEM trails 16-0. Yeah, FEM doesn't have uh, doesn't have much going uh, offensively offensively tonight. Uh, the longest, longest passing play is a 10-yard grab from uh, Gillum to Watts. FEM doesn't have a first down. We'll see if they can change that on this uh, drive here. Gillum in the shotgun, and he will hand it off to uh, Dunstan as he makes one guy miss. He's across the 50-yard line, and there you go. There's the first first down for FEM. Maybe that's just what they needed to get that. It's about a 13-yard run there, and that'll be a first down for FEM on the right side of the 50 for them. Asking you shall receive. But... There was a flag. Oh, of course. I didn't see. I didn't, even I didn't see it, but it's called a hold. Oh my goodness! So the first first down is wiped off on a hold by the Hearts. As that'll be first and nineteen now. After the holding penalty, wipes out the first down. With the Hearts. Uh third penalty of the evening for uh, 25 yards. So it'll be Gillum in the shotgun. And he's going to take it on the left side, straight QB draw. He turns the corner and he gets it almost close to the original line of scrimmage. So a decent little run back getting in a little bit closer for second down. And where will they I'll spot him down? They'll spot him at... Like 38 yards away, yeah, 38. So, gain of eight there on the carry for Gillum. So, Gillum will be in the shotgun again. Two receivers split out here on the near side. Dunson will switch shoulders with them on the left now. As Gillum looks one way, goes the other way, and it's going to be complete for Belcher. Or no, that's going to go incomplete. In, in and out of his hands. Yeah, he had it there uh, momentarily. So, it'll be a third and 11 on the incompletion, trying to find Belcher. 
That'll go incomplete. Coming up on five minutes to go in the first half. Looks looks like things aren't going very well over on 98.9 the game either for the Illini. As they trail 14 to nothing there in late in the second quarter. As it's a little college football Friday Night Lights action. It is Gillum in the shotgun on third down here. Gillum's going to roll out to the right side. He's looking to throw. Chucks it downfield, and it's going to be way out of bounds. So that's going to be a loss to intended receiver, but that'll just go incomplete. And so that'll bring up fourth and 11. And so Hart will have to turn it away again. Not sure what Gillum was uh, was doing there. If you expected loss, maybe to cut over to the sideline or something. But that uh, definitely passes in incomplete. And the Hearts uh, Hearts woes continue here tonight. That they'll have to uh, have to find a way. Their one first down we thought they got was negated by a holding call. And so Stefan will put it away. It's a high punt, not very far though. And then it'll take a bounce, and they'll have to get it down and about. I call it a 43-yard line is where they touched it down. So that's the second time that the Hearts had punted it away. They also turned it over on downs and thrown an interception. And that doesn't spell good things on the scoreboard either because it's 16-0 modern day, 449 to go, and they're taking over the 44-yard line, looking for more before the half is over. Yes, they are. Yes, they are. Yes, uh yeah, turnover on downs and interceptions for FEM doesn't doesn't uh, spell very much from the scoreboard for sure. So be dead in the shotgun. Takes a snap. He's looking to throw. Throws across the middle. It's going to be complete there to Lampy. And it's going to be close to a midfield. Actually, they're going to spot it at about the 49. So a gain of about five yards there. So second and five on the short little pass play. As Zeb will be in the shotgun again. Sends a man in motion. And Zeb looking to throw it over on the near sideline. He's got a man, and he makes a nice adjustment on the route. Sliding catch. And it's going to be complete there to Murphy. Carter Murphy with the reception. And that's going to be another big pass play for the Knights. And that's going to be spotted at about the 29. Like a 20, 20 yard uh, pitch and catch there. For sure. Sure. And so, first and 10 for the Knights. And Zeb will be in the shotgun again. As the whistles, there's a flag. And it's going to be a offside on the hearts. So, that'll give. Modern day, five more yards, and it'll be first and five at the 24. As the Knights are driving to add to their already 16-0 lead. And Zeb in the shotgun, sends Riverman in motion, throws it across the middle. It's going to be complete, and he's going to go into the end zone for a touchdown. He was wide open there. Garrett Winkler there again. 24-yard touchdown pass to Zeb. To Garrett Winkler again. And it's 22 nothing Breeze Modern Day. Second connection already for Garrett Winkler and Trent Zeb. That's correct. Winkler second. 
second uh, reception, Zeb's second uh, passing touchdown. He also has a rushing touchdown. Wide open, too. They're going to go for a two to try to get the score back to even. And Zeb's going to be play-action passing. He's going to be flushed out to the left, throws back across his body, and that's going to be incomplete. So no good on the two-point conversion, so that means it's still 22-0. Breeze modern day with 3.40 to go in the second quarter, and we'll be back in the 30 seconds. You're listening to Hearts Football here on Jack FM. When the time comes that you can't wait to spend your life with the one you love, consult with Weber's Jewelry in Tutalpas about engagement rings and wedding bands. Weber's Jewelry guarantees the highest standards of exquisite settings and gives you the opportunity to handpick your diamond, whether you choose a natural diamond or the new ever-so-popular lab-grown diamonds. When your heart is sure, visit us at Weber's Jewelry on Main Street in Tutopolis. Listening to Effingham Football on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Welcome back to FM High School. Things going all breeze runner day here tonight. 22 to nothing so far after that touchdown pass. Second connection from Zeb to Garrett Winkler. It's a low line drive kick, and Effingham's going to feel it about the five-yard line. They stumble and fall, and finally... Weaver's going to pick it up and try to return. He's at the 10-yard line. He bounced off a couple of tacklers, but he's not going to get very far after that. So an, almost another disaster there inside the five-yard line. And Weaver had to take it and did what he could with it, but only gained him about five on the return. And so I think I'm going to start deep in their own territory here, already trailing 22-0. Took an odd bounce off the turf. Yeah, yeah, it did. And uh, FEM starting deep in their own, own territory and uh... – Definitely having having enough trouble here tonight, let alone starting deep in your own territory. But uh, they did the best they could on that. Take the sometimes that turf can do uh, wonky things, and it took a, a wonky bounce there. And uh, Weaver just did uh, did the best uh, best they could with it. But uh, let's see what let's see what Effingham can do here. I know they haven't been able to get much going offensively, but they needed to start uh, chipping away at this uh, lead here. So Gillum will come out, and the ball was spotted at the, their own 11, where the Hearts will take over. Gillum will be under center, and a short little throw, completion out to a lot. He turns the corner, he's up the sidelines. They're going to say he stepped out. question is, where he, did he step out? They're going to say about the 16-yard, the 16 or 17-yard line. So that'll bring up a second and about five. They're going to say a second and four. A gain of about six there on the short little throw and catch. So, Hearts will have it second down and four at their own 17. And Gillum will be under center again. And Gillum takes the snap. He'll turn and hand off to a Dunstan up the middle. It wasn't there initially. He tries to... Cut back across the field. He's got room. He's at the 30. He's at the 40. He's out of midfield, and he's pushed out of bounds. So, just what the Hearts need. And Murphy is one of the only guys there for modern day to bring him down. And that's going to be all the way up here at the 49. That was about a 34-yard run there yeah. by, uh, by Dunstan for definitely the Hearts' uh, first down, first first down of the game, and the definitely biggest play of the night so far. Yeah, so that was a, a big run there by Dunstan, 34 yards all the way up to a modern day of 49. 
And that's what FEM needs to get back in it. For sure. Gillum will go under center. Two receivers split out on the left side. Gillum will take the snap, and he'll hand off to Dunstan again, left side, and he's trying to break free, and he dives forward. And it's only going to be a gain of a few yards there. And the Knights wrap him up. Yeah, give him gain a gain of one on that. Yeah, just one. So we have the 48 on a second down and nine. But yeah, I think that uh, that 34 yard run. Hopefully, that uh, gives the Hearts the momentum that they need to uh, keep marching down the field. Hopefully, you put some points on the board. Gillum uh, under center eye formation. Receiver split out. Gillum takes a snap, play action pass. He's looking for a uh, watch down the uh, middle. He's got him! him! Touchdown! Into the end zone. 48-yard touchdown pass from Gillum to Watts. And that's a lick in my chicken, pull my pork barbecue. FEM touchdown. And FEM's on the board. 22-6. to six. Deep strike to Watts. Two big plays, one running by Dunstan and one passing there. And Dylan two a lot, and it's 22-6. to six. Player come running in late as Stefton will be lined up to take the extra point. Donaldson gets a ball down. It's up and good. So that makes it 22-7. to seven. And FEM on the board. 48-yard touchdown pass. And so we'll be back in a 30 seconds. You're listening to Hearts Football on Jack Evans. Say goodbye to busy signals, long hold times, and missed calls. This is Cleet Behrman at Crossroads Truck Equipment. Now you can text us with a question, order a part, even send us a picture of the part you need. You don't need any special equipment, and you can text us from any smartphone. It's faster and more efficient than calling. So supercharge your communication with us. Move to the front of the line for parts and service by texting Crossroads Truck Equipment 217-347-0456. This is Eppingham High School Football on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Welcome back here to Eppingham High School. Eppingham picks up their first first down. Long run by Dunstan. Then a... First score of the game by the Hearts as well. As that was Gillum the two all lots. Makes it twenty two to seven. Two thirty three to go here in the second quarter. That's why FEM needed to get back in it. It's got the crowd back in it for sure after that deep pass. And Michael Stefan will kick it off here. And it's a good boot as Marnaday will fill to about the fifteen yard line. And he takes it at the thirty. He turns it upfield and brought it down there. The 35, Carter Murphy was the returner for the ninth. A little return. Metzner there on the tackle for the Hearts. And so it'll be first and 10 for Mata Day. 2.25 to go. See if FEM, FEM defense can hold, hold them here again, build off the momentum of uh, the touchdown they just scored. Uh, chip, chipping away at the lead, only down uh, 15 now. And so it'll be Zeb in the shotgun. He'll send a man in motion to the right side. And Zeb takes it, and he'll hand off to Raverman straight up the middle, and he's not going to go very far. As he's going to be stacked up there, Coberline and Mindendorf for the guys who brought him down for FEM, and they say maybe he lost one. He did, he lost one. 
good job of everybody cover line the FPM defense to push him back a yard. So it'll be Zeb. Throws it over on the right side. Short completion there to Winkler again. And that's close to the 40-yard line. Maybe a gain of five there. Or actually, it's going to be shorter than that. Gain of three, it looks yeah, like. just three yards. So it'll bring up third and eight. I thought it was longer than that, too. Minute 40 to go in the second. And Zeb will send a man in motion. And Zeb takes the snap in the shotgun. He's looking to pass. Here comes the rush. And they're trying to set up a screen there. He just chucks it into the ground. And Coach Hefner runs down the sideline here. He wanted an intentional grounding. That's, that's kind of what I was thinking. But uh, I don't even think it made it past the line of scrimmage. And that would be a penalty. I see a penalty flag out on the field. Uh, yep, I do see that yellow flag. It's been There's, sneaky tonight. There has been. I didn't even see maybe it. It's a, it maybe it's a camo flag. It could be. Like the jerseys, actually. They're going to just pick it up. No foul, I see. No foul. Maybe it just fell out of the rest pocket. Maybe. So it'll bring up fourth and eight. So quickly there, they were trying to set up a screen, I think. Yeah, they were. It uh, didn't work out. No, it did not. Not for Breeze. We're going to have to punt it away here. Marcus Carroll will punt it away. Belcher will be back, standing about the 32-yard line to field it for FEM. And a good snap. Good punt as it's straight up in the air. Going to go over uh, Belcher's head a, a little bit and it's going to take a little roll for the Knights. And that'll roll to about the 20 Seven-yard line is where FEM will take over. Minute 15 to go. And they do have three timeouts, so both teams have all three timeouts. I don't remember anyone taking anything yet. I don't either. I don't either. Let's see what the Hearts do here with a minute 15 left to go. They, could, they have a drive like they uh, did, did their last possession. They uh, can definitely put, put, another, uh, put some more points on the board and Cut even further into this lead. Well, they saw if they can have the big playability just the last drive and just get in field goal position to get sure. some points on the board. Sure. Gillum will be in the shot or under center. He'll turn and hand off to Dunstan left side. He hop steps trying to find a hole and he can't find one. He's going to be brought down and that's going to be a loss of a couple there by Dunstan. Chase Jansen, one of the first guys there for the Knights to bring him down. and So that was a loss of about one or two. They're going to say two. So maybe that will dictate what the Hearts do for the rest of the drive. Maybe. They're in absolutely no rush as they come all the way over to the sideline and get the play from Coach Hefner. 40 seconds and counting for the Hearts. Second down and 12. And Gillum will go up in her center. And Gillum will take the snap, and he'll turn the handoff to Dunstan. He squirts free initially, and he's past the 30-yard line, just shy of the 35. And that's where Modern Day will bring him down, and it'll bring up third down in about four. And they're just letting the clock go down, and they won't run another play, I don't think, unless they want to get a timeout at the last second. They won't. So, oh, both teams go into halftime with all their timeouts in their pocket. So, 
after two quarters of play. It is Breeze Modern Day up on the scoreboard, 22-7. That long 48-yard touchdown from Gillen to Watts was the only offense so far. A big play by Dunstan, but that is it for the Hearts so far in the first half. So uh, we'll be back. We'll take a look at the uh, first half stats. We'll take a look at the area scoreboard and see what other scores we can track down from around the area. We'll see how that Alina game is doing over on 98.9 The Game. A big one over on WCRA with uh, Sullivan and Cumberland, 2-0, 2-0 teams there. And so we'll check in on that one and a lot more on the halftime show. Currently, Friesmeyer Day winning at halftime 22-7 to over FEM. We'll be back in a few minutes for the halftime show. You're listening to FEM Hearts Football here on Jack FM. Weston Company Certified Public Accountants. We take pride in partnering with our clients and supporting our community since 1968. Weston Company is one of the 500 largest accounting firms in the country. With over 50 accounting professionals, Weston Company is ready to serve you with your accounting, auditing, payroll, sales tax, income tax, retirement planning, retirement auditing, and other general business consulting. See us at 501 East Evergreen in Effingham or online at westcpa.com. Diedrich Bank would like to wish the Effingham Hearts good luck this football season. The Diedrich Bank Difference Makers will be cheering you on from the sidelines. We know that being a student can be stressful, so we are here to make it easier. Check out our great lineup of checking accounts, including our student account, Extreme Green Student. With cell phone protection, roadside assistance, and savings at local businesses, the Extreme Green Student checking account is sure to make your life a little easier. Now let's bring home a win, Hearts! Diedrich Bank, live for today, bank for tomorrow, member FDIC. Rush Truck Centers is the largest commercial truck dealership group, and guess what? Their FEM location is hiring for multiple positions. If you have experience as a diesel mechanic, body shop technician, or trailer technician, then we want you. We offer great pay, competitive benefits, and a stock purchase plan. Apply now at RushEnterprises.com or stop in at 1701 West Fayette Avenue to fill out an application and speak to a manager today. Are you ready for a calming getaway right in your backyard? Look no further. Wet Pools and Spas is here to turn your relaxation dreams into reality. Dive into the ultimate relaxation experience with their top-of-the-line pools and spas. Transform your outdoor space into a paradise with their stunning pool and spa designs. You can rely on Wet Pools and Spas to make it easy for you, guiding you from start to finish through the buying and installation process. Visit their website at wetpoolsandspas.net or stop by their showroom to learn more. Mers Heating and Air Conditioning. Do it once, do it right. Comfort for you and your family. Always call on the leader. Hi, this is Pat Gavin, owner of Mers Heating and Air Conditioning, your local Lennox dealer. I know that after a long, hard day at work, all you want to do is relax at home. But how can you possibly relax when you can't seem to get comfortable? The house seems warm and stuffy. Well, the Mers team has the solution. We provide free estimates for new systems, prompt installation, and don't forget we have most sizes and types of equipment in stock in our warehouse for a speedy cure to your summertime blues. Give us a call today at 342-2323 or book online at MERSAC.com. Be sure to ask about our new customer and customer loyalty discounts. Do it once, do it right. 
How did a vet clinic win a People's Choice Award? With one happy tail wag at a time. This is Dr. Chad Ely at FNM Veterinary Clinic. Our patients can't talk, so they rely on us to keep them well. From checkups to blood work and heartworm testing, preventative care is essential to the health and happiness of your pet. And depend on FNM Vet Clinic for pain management, surgery, and phenomenal hospital care services. FNM Veterinary Clinic, 408 North Keller Drive, and on Facebook. Marking new territory in veterinary care. Now, time for the Effingham Football Halftime Report on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Welcome back here to Effingham High School, Colossal Field at Washington Savings Bank Stadium. And currently here at halftime, it is modern day, leading over the Effingham Hearts 20 to a 2 a 7 there in the first half as we'll recap the scoring a lot more scoring than in the first half of action last than last week and let's recap it here with 650 to go in the first quarter modern day got on the scoreboard after uh they had a 26 yard field goal there by marcus care and that made it three to nothing to get them on the board and a 405 remaining in the first quarter Modern Day had an 11-yard touchdown run by Curtin Zeb. And the extra point was no good, and it was 9 to nothing there. And then in the second quarter, it was 10 to 53 to go. It was a one-yard touchdown pass from Zeb to Garrett Winkler. And the point after was converted, and that made it 16 to 0 Modern Day. Then with 3 of 40 to go, in the second, it was a 24-yard touchdown pass, again, from Zeb to Garrett Winkler. And the two-point conversion attempt was no good. And that made it 22-0 to modern day. And then finally, in 2.33 to go in the second quarter, FEM got on the scoreboard. They picked up their first first drive on a long run by Weldon Dunston. And then a couple of plays later, it was a 48-yard touchdown from Gage Gillum to Andrew Lotz, and the point after was converted, and that is where we stand at halftime, 22-7. As FEM, they had turned it over on their first possession in a modern day. At that point, um, they were already leading 3 to nothing, and then they got a touchdown after the INT, and not a lot going on for the Hearts offensively, and we saw there at the very end, of the uh, second quarter, um, Coach Hefner talking to the offense as everyone was kind of running in to the locker room. It was the Coach Hef talk, coming out and talking just to the offense before everyone else, and then they finally headed into the locker room, had a little conversation uh, there. But uh, not much doing for FEM offensively in that first half, and Breeze Marner Day, really, uh, except for – uh, letting up a touchdown, and they played a really great first half there. Uh, you're kind of spoiling the festivities, spoiling the atmosphere uh, tonight for a military appreciation night as uh, they're up by a couple of scores on the scoreboard of the night. Yeah, they are. Yeah, spoiling the festivities here tonight for sure. Yeah, they really haven't done. They really haven't done done much wrong as uh, as Breeze. I've got I've got for one penalty for, for five yards and. Uh, that's about it. Effingham did have some good, uh, some real 
of good defensive defensive stops there, and they I think Breeze is playing the ball I think only once, if I recall. But uh, other than that, they've been playing a pretty pretty flawless pretty flawless game here as we look at looks at some some stats. Excuse me for uh, first for Breeze Modern Day for uh, for Reverman, uh, Rushy has uh, ten attempts for uh, twenty yards. Quarterback Trenzeeb has. Uh, Five rushes for 18 yards. He does have one rushing touchdown. And receiving, uh, Carter Murphy's got he's got two catches for 60 yards. Uh, Winkler, Steve's favorite target, uh, six catches for 70 yards, two touchdowns. Schlemmy's got one catch for 11 yards. Lampy's got two catches for 13 yards. And uh, Raverman's got one catch for 39 yards for the quarterback. Zeeb, he's uh, 12 for 18 for 193 yards. Uh, like I said, one rushing touchdown and two passing touchdowns, 67 percent uh, completion completion percentage. As Breeze, uh, they will put up uh, 22 points there in the first quarter, and they lead Effingham here at halftime, 22-7. For Effingham, as Travis said, not a whole lot going offensively there until late. Late in the, uh, the second quarter, uh, Weldon Dunstan's got 10 rushes for 62 yards. Quarterback Gage Gillum's only got uh, two rushes for for eight yards. Uh, receiving, Lots has got three catches for 64 yards and a touchdown. And Nolan Pierde had one catch for two yards. Passing, uh, Gage Gillum not, uh, not doing a whole lot. Four for nine for 44%. Only 66 yards passing. He's uh, got one passing touchdown. He does have... The, uh, the interception in the hearts got uh, four four penalties for for 30 yards, so definitely uh, a lot left to be a lot left to be desired for for Effingham. I mean, they're going down 15, so they're definitely not not in the woods yet, but definitely got to play play better the play better the second half, get get some more stops and get some things. Things moving, uh, moving offensively. Hopefully that momentum there, scoring that touchdown and that one big, big drive there. Hopefully they can get that momentum going and, uh, they'll hopefully carry over to the second half and they can put some more points on the board and, and, uh, turn this game around and maybe, uh, turn the frown of some of these FDM fans upside down into a smile and, uh, make a, make a game of it. Well, I am smiling after that, uh, band performance there. One of the highlights. Uh, here so far at FEM High School is those two big plays offensively by the Hearts and then uh, the band pulling out the props tonight with that mountain that they had uh, out there during their halftime uh, performance there. I don't remember the band pulling out too many props uh, back in my day, but, hey, the mountain is here uh, tonight. Uh, it's maybe a pass by or listening on the radio. You saw a bunch of cars in the uh, parking lot, a lot of action happening here in this area uh, tonight and uh, tomorrow, the uh, Crossroads Classic, the volleyball tournament is uh, going on uh, tonight and uh, tomorrow uh, here at the high school over at the junior high. We got at Sacred Heart as well. So a lot of things happening. It's kind of the uh, sports hub. If you're on Snapchat, you'd have like a, a pretty uh, kind of a warm, I don't know what you want to call it, but uh, a lot of things happening in the area uh, here in this little. Uh, There's a lot, a lot of events to go to. You know, you can you can watch the Hearts Breeze Breeze game if you want to go over to the high school watch some volleyball. You can do that. You know, you can maybe jump 
jump back and forth tonight and then tomorrow you can you know visit you know the high school and sacred heart and was junior high as well i think mm-hmm. and uh, wherever maybe you can go to all, all three sites and take in some volleyball if you're big uh, big volleyball fans good luck to all the all the area teams all the teams competing in that i know that brings in uh, teams from all over i think missouri indiana yeah. possibly kentucky i'm not not sure i haven't looked who's all in it but uh, definitely brings in a lot of teams a lot of revenue for the area so yeah you're right a sports sports hot spot for this weekend effingham travis is the place to be yeah i think that was one of the words i was looking for a hot spot that's what we're having here tonight at the effingham hearts complex here but uh, not doing so hot on the scoreboard are the Hearts as they trail 22-7 to here at halftime. And we'll take a, a commercial break, and then we will return, and we'll take a look at other scores from around the area. And uh, maybe or maybe not checking on that Illini game. Someone tell me that it's I'm not good to do a check-in on that score uh, there. So uh, we'll, we'll check in on that and other scores coming up in about a minute. So we'll be back. Modern Day leads 22-7. to over the FEM Arts here at halftime, and we'll be back. You're listening to Arts Football on Jack FM. When the time comes that you can't wait to spend your life with the one you love, consult with Weber's Jewelry in Tutalpas about engagement rings and wedding bands. Weber's Jewelry guarantees the highest standards of exquisite settings and gives you the opportunity to handpick your diamond, whether you choose a natural diamond or the new ever-so-popular lab-grown diamonds. When your heart is sure, visit us at Weber's Jewelry on Main Street in Tutopolis. Hi, this is Pat Gevin, owner of MERS Heating and Air Conditioning, your local Lennox dealer. I know that after a long, hard day at work, all you want to do is relax at home. But how can you possibly relax when you can't seem to get comfortable? The house seems warm and stuffy. Well, the MERS team has the solution. We provide free estimates for new systems, prompt installation, and don't forget we have most sizes and types of equipment in stock in our warehouse for a speedy cure to your summertime blues. Give us a call today at 342-2323 or book online at MERSAC.com. Be sure to ask about our new customer and customer loyalty discounts. Mer's heating and air conditioning. Do it once, do it right. Now, time for more Effingham Hearts football on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Welcome back here to Effingham High School. Classroom and field at Washington State Stadium. It is 22-7, Breeze Marta Day with a halftime lead. Let's check in on other scores from around the area over on our sister station, 98.9, the game there at halftime between Kansas and Illinois. It's a Kansas leading over the Illini, and it was 28-7. Illinois finally got on the scoreboard late in the second quarter, and then Kansas responded with a touchdown of their own. So currently uh, three touchdown deficit there for the Illini in Kansas after or before the big game against Penn State next weekend at Memorial Stadium. But a lot left to be done there at halftime as well as in Kansas as well as here in FDM as well. Other scores from high school, Mount Carmel leads over Robinson 45-0 at halftime. It is a Pena over Piasol 16-8 at the half. 
It is Uriqua over Clinton, 28 to 20 at halftime. Getting close to halftime, it's Sullivan, a 27 to 6 over Cumberland. Both those teams were 2 and 0, and that game's over on WCRA. Our guy Eric Fry is over there with that coverage. Uh, Arthur is leading 30 to nothing over Tri County at half. Sherrard uh, is over uh, Warrensburg Latham, 17 to 2 of 15, getting close to halftime uh, there. Taylorville is winning 15 to 2 of 0 over Columbia. Tornado's looking to start off 3 and 0, beating their win total from the past couple of years already in week three is what they're trying to do tonight. Um, and I think that's all from around the area. Farmington leading over Tuscola, 12 to seven. And Vandalia's gone. They don't have a score into the second quarter. And that's all I'm seeing here on the scores from around the area. Again, it's modern day here at 22 to a seven lead at the half. And let's thank the sponsors for bringing you hearts football all season long. They're Rush Truck Centers Incorporated. Dietrich Bank, MERS Heating and Air Conditioning, Crossroads Truck Equipment, Effingham Veterinary Clinic, Weber's Jewelry, Weston Company, Wet Pools, and uh, Spas. And uh, our touchdowns, all Effingham touchdowns are brought to you by Look at My Chicken and Pulling My Pork on Barbecue. They're open Wednesday through uh, Sunday, 11 a.m. until they're sold out. Located on Highway 33 inside A1 Liquors Haven's Patio. Come out and enjoy the food truck experience with the luxury of a fully covered patio. Their mouth-watering meats are slow, smoked to perfection, and covered in their signature rub that will leave you wanting more. So come on down and give them a try. They promise you won't regret it. That's Licking My Chicken, Pulling My Pork, a barbecue. As well as our featured sponsor tonight is Dietrich Bank. At Dietrich Bank, they have a rich history of helping their employees and communities prosper. The values that they've had since their founding in 1909 still hold strong today as they strive to be not just a financial partner but an active member of their towns and neighborhoods. Learn more about them by visiting them and stopping by your nearest branch to stop in and say hi and see what they can do for you. And check them out for all your banking and financial needs. We appreciate them for sponsoring FEM Hearts Football. And they're tonight's signature sponsor and the sponsor spotlight here tonight for the Hearts. And it is Marcus Kerr going to be kicking it away for the Knights as FEM will start off with the ball to begin the third quarter to try to come back against the Knights. Kara boots it away, and it's going to be fielded at about the 10-yard line there. And that's uh, Weaver who's going to be uh, trying to receive it. He gets by one guy, and he's up in the pass of 25. He's over across the 30, and the Knights knock him out of bounds. Goes to the 35-yard line, so another nice return there by Weaver. Yeah, it was. He's getting uh, getting to the uh, the outside there, but he was uh, knocked out of bounds by uh, the kicker, Marcus uh, Marcus Carrer there, who... Uh, who uh, knocked him out? But no, it was definitely uh, definitely a nice return. Weavers had a couple of nice returns, and uh, looks like they're penalty uh, on the play. Yeah, as uh, there was a penalty flag, and it's going to be holding on the Hearts. Mm. So negate the nice little run back there by a Weaver, and so Effiem starting off with a penalty flag, holding on the kickoff, and that'll back him up to about the 17 yard line to start off. The second half for FEM. The 10-yard penalty, yeah. I believe. Yep. That is what the signal was. So the Hearts will start off with a holding call, and it will start off on their own 17-yard line, trailing 22-7. to Gillum will go up under center to start the second half. 
And Gillum will take the snap, short little pass, and it's going to be caught by a lot. And he gets it close to the 25-yard line. So that's going to be just shy of the first down marker. Uh, but a nice little screen pass there to a lot. And that's going to be a gain of about eight on second and two. That was, that was a nice pass play to the sideline there from Gillum Watts. So it'll be a Gillum under center once again. And there's going to be whistles. And it's going to be a false start on FPM. It almost seemed like that penalty from last night's game in the NFL. Everyone moved except for the center. Yeah, that's the uh, sixth penalty tonight on the... Uh... On FGM, so uh, definitely not the way they wanted to start out the uh, start out the second half, uh, negating some some good plays here. So well, it's just a five yard penalty there, so it'll be second down and seven. And Gillum will go up in their center again, and he's looking to throw another short throw. This time it's on the opposite side to a Belcher, and he's going to slip and fall, and that's where they're going to mark him down. So he was down a by contact, and he lost a couple there. So that's going to be a loss of about one or two. They're going to say two. So minus two, and it'll be third and nine. Hearts going the opposite way here. Yes, they are. Yes, they are. I definitely need to get some positive, positive going here and pick up, uh, pick up a first down. And keep this drive going. So it'll be uh, FEM coming out on a third and eight. Gillum will be in the shotgun. Dunstan just to his right, low snap going to be thrown behind a lot, and it's going to be incomplete. So, FEM looks like they're going to start off three and out. They'll have to punt it away on their opening drive here in the second half. Definitely, uh, yeah, definitely not what the not what the hearts wanted. Hopefully, I was hoping they that that the momentum from uh, that positive drive they had there in the second quarter would carry over, but. Uh, it doesn't look like it. FEM has the third, another three and out. Has the punt away. Carter Murphy, one of the guys back to receive the punt from Michael Stefton, and it's a nice punt. And Murphy's going to take it at the 45. Jai's the juke at midfield. He's past the 45, and he's going to be knocked out of bounds or run out of bounds there. And so it'll be a decent little return there, and it'll start inside FEM territory already for modern day. As uh, It'll be three and out for FEM to start off the second half. And so there was a penalty marker that came out late. I did notice that FEM kind of hit him possibly on the boundary. It's on those two. It is. And on Sportsmanlike Conduct, on FEM. And that's got to be what it was. They hit him when he was out of bounds. Not a malicious hit, but... Just when he was on that white boundary, FEM hit him. So that's going to bring it up all the way up to the 26-yard line is where they're going to start off. Prime territory here, knocking on the red zone already. For sure, that was FEM's seventh penalty for 60 yards of penalties tonight. So it'll be a Zeb starting off at the FEM 26-yard line. And there is whistles before. The play can get underway. What are we talking about here? And 
There's going to be a, a false start. Official called an encroachment, though. But it'll be on a modern day, and that'll back him up five yards. Kind of an odd way to start the second half here. For sure. So it'll be a first and 15, a ball at the FEM 31. Zepp will be in the shotgun. He'll send a man in motion, goes empty set, fakes it to Raverman. They'll go across the middle, pass is complete. Up close to the 15-yard line, that's Garrett Winkler again. Donaldson in there to make the stop, but it was a huge gainer there, and that's going to be a gain of about nine yards, and it'll bring up second and one. So it'll be Zeb in the shotgun on second and one. Two receivers split out far side. And he's going to hand off to a Raverman trying on the toss. And he's not going to get to the marker. So maybe he got back to the line of scrimmage, but that's about it. And yeah, he tried to get to the outside there, but uh, not not having it. Nope, didn't get it. So no gain. So that'll bring up third and one on the no gainer there by Raverman. FEM's defense has done, has done a nice job all night of, uh, you know, preventing uh, Modern Day from getting, getting the first downs when they need it. So Zeb will be in the pistol. He'll take the snap and he'll hand off to a Raverman. He's trying to go up the middle, trying to find a little room there was. And Charlie Ring, one of the guys who will swallow him up. But forward progress gives it right at the sticks. And the side judge there looks at it and tells him to move the chain. So did just enough, gain of about one and a half yards there, I'd say. And so it'll be a, a first down for Marta Day. Charlie Ring, one of the first guys there to make the stop for the hearts, but still picked up the first down. First and 10 of the 15. And uh, Zeb, they're going to take the snap of the shotgun. He gets it, and he passes far sideline, and it's going to be caught. At the one, spins around into the end zone for a touchdown. That's Raverman. So Brock Raverman gets in there to the end zone. And it's 28-7. to seven. On that short little throw there. And... 28 to 7, and Modern Day will line up for the point after. And they'll swing things over here as Care will line it up. Try to convert on this point after. After a touchdown, kick is up, and it's through. Good. So, Modern Day leads 29 to 2 with 7, 8.51 to go in the third quarter. Off a passing touchdown there to the running back, Raverman. So we'll be back in a 30 seconds. You're listening to Hearts Football on Jack FM. Weston Company Certified Public Accountants. We take pride in partnering with our clients and supporting our community since 1968. Weston Company is one of the 500 largest accounting firms in the country. With over 50 accounting professionals, Weston Company is ready to serve you with your accounting, auditing, payroll, sales tax, income tax, retirement planning, retirement auditing, and other general business consulting. See us at 501 East Evergreen in Effingham or online at westcpa.com. This is 
your home for Effingham football, 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Welcome back here to Effingham High School. Modern day on the board again, 29 and 2 at 7. Their lead over the hearts on that 15-yard touchdown pass from Zeb to the running back, Roberman. And Cal- and Kara will put it away, and Weaver will field it there at about the 12-yard line, and he'll run it there on the uh, near or far sideline, and they'll bring him down. And I think he got it across the 30-yard line, let's say. They're looking like they're marking it at the 31. So, FEM will have possession again after their First drive went three and out, and then a four-play drive by Modern Day had him on the board again. And it'll start off at the 33 as well, the mark at the end. And it's going to be Dunstan on the carry into the backfield. I don't think he got to the line of scrimmage, and he's going to be stood up right there. Maybe forward progress got him back to the line of scrimmage, but that's it. Yeah, it looks like, uh, yeah, that, that's all he got, if, if possible. Definitely no no gain there for Dunstan. No gain and ball. Still out of their own 33-yard line, second and 10. Went up on eight minutes to go in the third. So it'll be Gillum in the shotgun again. Dunstan just to his right. Takes a snap of the low snap. Gillum's going to be flushed out of the pocket to the right side of the road to the sideline, and it's going to be incomplete, they say. Official comes in and waves it off. Watts close to the sidelines there. And they're going to say it was caught out of bounds, so it'll bring up third and ten on the incompletion. Yeah, he was awfully close to the sidelines there. He was on the other side of the field, so he didn't have a very good vantage point, but obviously he caught it, caught it out of bounds, so it brings up third and ten for the Hearts from 33, 33-yard line, maybe, uh, I don't know, maybe do, do something different here and uh, maybe throw Breeze Meyer Day off off the game a little bit. Dylan in the shotgun, two receivers split out over on the far side. Takes a snap, he looks over towards that way. High pass, incomplete. Off the hands of Belcher. And Belcher's also slow to get back up, but maybe that's more frustration than anything as he gets right back up. So... In completion, fourth and ten, and the punt team coming out again. So, uh, Michael Stefton will be out to punt it away. Kara Winkler and Murphy back to receive the punt from Stefton. 7.55 to go here in the third, and there are whistles. What do we have here? And someone got a timeout. So modern day got the timeout, so they'll take their first one. It was the first one in the whole game. And so we'll be back in 30 seconds. You're listening to Hard Football here on Jack FM. Rush Truck Centers is the largest commercial truck dealership group. And guess what? Their FEM location is hiring for multiple positions. If you have experience as a diesel mechanic, body shop technician, or trailer technician, then we want you. We offer great pay, competitive benefits, and a stock purchase plan. Apply now at RushEnterprises.com 
or stop in at 1701 West Fayette Avenue to fill out an application and speak to a manager today. You're listening to Effingham Football on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Michael Stefton on to punt it away for Effingham. And it's going to be a good snap, and it's going to be booted away, and it's going to be returned there to about the 40-yard line as Murphy there. And there's also a penalty marker on the field. Melda Barger there, one of the first guys to stop him for the hearts. We'll wait to see where this was. That's actually at the 40 is where they brought him down at. So we'll be a violation on modern day. That'll be a legal block in the back on the Knights. So battle back at their drive. Back. As it was another three and out for Effingham. Second one already in this half. They trail 29 and two is seven, 7.45 to go in the third. And so modern day will start off at their own 29 yard line. And Zeb will take the snap in the shotgun. He's looking to throw. Throws it on over on the left side. It's going to be low, incomplete. Pressure is also coming too. Lampy was their intended receiver that time. And it just falls incomplete. The earlier penalty on the on Breeze brings him to three penalties for uh, 20 yards on the right. Uh, last incompletion goes second and ten now. Ball at their own 29 as Zeb takes the snap looking to pass again. Passes down the middle looking for a lampy. It's going to be intercepted by Leffingham. And it's going to be Busher. He's looking to return it. He's past the 50-yard line. He's down the sideline. And he's going to be spun down, and here comes a penalty flag. So Wade Busher with another interception on the season for him. And uh, there's going to be a penalty flag as well on the return, kind of in the area of a violation on the defense, you would think, on the return, you would say. And... It'll be a face mask on modern day. So uh, that will improve the starting field position for Effingham with that one. So an interception by a busher. And a nice little return back and also tack on the extra yards for the interception or for the penalty as well. Well, each quarterback now has a, has an interception. So uh, let's see what Effingham can do here from uh, – Mark it at the 24. 24, all right. 7.25 to go in the third. FEM trying to get on the scoreboard again here. As it'll be a Gillum under center taking a snap. Short little throw. Sides arm out to Belcher. It's complete, and he's close to the first down markers before he's thrown down. And actually gained the first down. So gain of about 11 or 12 there on the short little completion to a Belcher. And a nice run by Belcher. Luck out in the first. So there's 24, or no, 14. So 14, right at 10 yards. Yeah. So it'll be first and 10. They'll mark it at the 13 officially. And Gillum will go up under center. Gillum will take the snap, and it's going to be handed off to 
Dunstan left side. He's trying to turn the corner. He's got the edge, and he's going to be inside the five-yard line is where he's going to be knocked out. So that's going to be right at the sticks. And they're going to mark him just short. So it'll be second and inches, second and one on the nine-yard run by Dunstan. So it'll be second and one at the four. So it'll be Gillum going up under center. Dunstan in the backfield. Takes a snap, handoff to Dunstan right side, and he's trying to find some room, and he's going to be stopped just shy of the goal line. And it's going to be a first and goal, though, as he picked up the first. So gain of two there, just enough for the first down. First and goal at the one, they're going to say. So actually a gain of three. So Hearts will line up. First and goal at the one. Gillum will go on his center. And Gillum will take the snap. Turn a handoff to a Dunstan. He gets it up. It's a touchdown. FAM. One yard, a touchdown run for a Weldon Dunstan. And that is a look at my chicken, pulling my pork, barbecue, FEM touchdown. They get 29 to 13. One yard run there for Dunstan. Gets FEM a little closer. And so Donaldson will be on to hold. Stefton will kick it through. Up and good. So that'll make it 29 to 14. FEM trailing modern day here. 628 to go in the third quarter. Taking advantage of that INT by Busher. So we'll be back in 30 seconds. You're listening to Hearts Football on Jack FM. Are you ready for a calming getaway right in your backyard? Look no further. Wet Pools and Spas is here to turn your relaxation dreams into reality. Dive into the ultimate relaxation experience with their top-of-the-line pools and spas. Transform your outdoor space into a paradise with their stunning pool and spa designs. You can rely on Wet Pools and Spas to make it easy for you, guiding you from start to finish through the buying and installation process. Visit their website at wetpoolsandspas.net or stop by their showroom to learn more. This is Effingham High School Football on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Welcome back here to Clarkson Field, Washington Savings Bank Stadium, as it is Hearts trying to make a game of it, trying to get closer. One-yard touchdown run by Dunstan makes it 29-14, and... Stepped in and it kicks it away, but the officials blow their whistle as the ball was getting kicked. So it'll be a, a false start on the kickoff on Effingham. Go back him up uh, five yards. Not too often you get a false start on a kickoff, but there was a no, violation right there. No, it's not. You, uh, it's very rare, but uh, we have one. So we got a few guys back for modern day. Murphy, Schlarme, and also uh, Trey Winkler as well. And so Stefton will back, back up five yards and tee it up again. And here we go again. We'll redo it. And so Stefton will boot it away. And a 
good a kick. Uh, it's going to be fielded by Murphy at about the 10-yard line. And he gets it up to the uh, 25, and he's going to be falling down right there. So a decent return there by Murphy. And so Monday will take over, try to respond to the FEM touchdown. Six twenty-one to go. Modern day leading twenty-nine to fourteen, and they'll have possession again. Ball will be spotted at the twenty-six yard line officially. That last penalty there for Effingham gave nice their eighth penalty tonight for sixty-five yards worth of penalties. So it'll be a Zeb in the shotgun. He'll send Lampy in motion. It's going to be a play-action pass, and they toss it out to Lampy on the short completion, and he's going to be knocked out of bounds. And where are they going to mark him out at? It's only going to be a gain of a few yards there. So to be, uh, say, at about the 31, a gain of about four yards on that short little throw and catch. So second and six for the ninth. Zeb in the shotgun. Going to be an empty set back there to send a man in a motion. That's Winkler. And Zeb looking to pass, and it's going to be out to incomplete. And that was too lengthy. He had him, but it fell right through his hands. Sure did. Looks like uh, Lampy turned turned his head right there, right before right before he caught it. Maybe looking upfield uh, too soon. Uh, but uh, Wade, Wade Busher, he was uh, definitely uh, a little bit about half a step, half a step behind him. But I think uh, that's what did it for him. He turned his head upfield, just couldn't catch it. So after that incompletion, third and six for Zeb, and they'll hand off to a Raverman. Gets by one guy, turns the corner, lowers the boom, and he goes out of bounds. They might be just shy of that first down marker, but it's going to be close. And Spencer Fox was one of the guys there to knock him out, and it will be just short. So it'll be a fourth and about one, maybe a long two. Or a gain of about five there. So it'll be fourth and one. And I think that Marta Day is going to send out there a punting unit on the their own 36. Donaldson sprints out there to receive it so Zach will be looking to receive the punt from Marcus Kerr and there's going to be whistles and modern day takes the timeout as the play clock was winding down possibly so that's their second already of the uh, second half and it's 601 remaining in the third quarter we'll be right back in 30 seconds we'll take a quick timeout you're listening to Arts football here on Jack FM how did a vet clinic win a People's Choice Award? With one happy tail wag at a time. This is Dr. Chad Ely at FNM Veterinary Clinic. Our patients can't talk, so they rely on us to keep them well. From checkups to blood work and heartworm testing, preventative care is essential to the health and happiness of your pet. And depend on FNM Vet Clinic for pain management, surgery, and phenomenal hospital care services. FNM Veterinary Clinic, 408 North Keller Drive, and on Facebook. Marking new territory in veterinary care. Now, time for more Effingham Hearts football on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. 
Welcome back here as Martadeo took the timeout and they're set to punt it away. As the care gets the punt off and it's a high punt and it's going to be fair caught there by Donaldson at about the 34 is where they're going to mark him down. So 5.56 remaining in the third. Hearts trail 29 at 14, but last possession, they got into the end zone quickly and they'll take over to try to get a couple of more scores on the board to complete the comeback, and they'll start off at the modern day 34-yard line. Well, their own 34-yard line. Yeah, let's see if uh, see if Effingham can uh, score quickly again, like they did on that last drive. I know it, uh, they had the the interception and the penalty there to help them get real close. Let's see if they can score quickly again and uh, get even closer to taking over the lead. Gillum will be in the pistol, and he'll turn and hand off to a Dunstan right side, and he'll fall forward just shy of the 40-yard line, maybe up to the 39. So that might be a gain of about five. There, so it will be a second down and a five. So that short little run by Dunstan. Ball spotted at the 40. And it'll be a Gillum in the shotgun. Two receivers here on the near side. And a Gillum will take the snap. He'll hand off to a Dunstan trying to hop and find a hole. And he gets across the 40-yard line, and he's finally brought down. Raverman was one of the first guys there to bring him down for a modern day. He's going to be just shy of the first down marker, so it'll be third and one. After about a four-yard gain there by Dunstan. Inside five minutes to go in the uh, third. Hearts face of the third and one. Let's see what they dial up here. As Gillum will be up under center. Couple receivers split out. And Gillum's just going to go straight forward up the gut. And he got it. That'll be a first down. Effingham about a one or two yard gain. That's all that Gillum needed on the sneak. Going to say it's a gain of three. Up to the 46. So FEM on the move, picking up a first down there on the QB sneak by Gillum. 420 to go here in the third. Gillum gets the play from the sidelines. And play clock winding down. So Gillum will go up in the center. And there's going to be whistles, and uh, I think Coach Hefner has to call a timeout here, and he did. Looked like there was only about two seconds left yeah. on the play clock, so you have to do that for yeah, sure. Yeah, play clock was winding down there, so 4.05 to go in the third, and FEM fates for the first and 10. We'll take a quick 30-second timeout, and you're listening to FEM Arts Football here on Jack FM. When the time comes that you can't wait to spend your life with the one you love, consult with Weber's Jewelry in Tutalpas about engagement rings and wedding bands. Weber's Jewelry guarantees the highest standards of exquisite settings and gives you the opportunity to handpick your diamond, whether you choose a natural diamond or the new ever-so-popular lab-grown diamonds. When your heart is sure, visit us at Weber's Jewelry on Main Street in Tutopolis. This is 
your home for Effingham football, 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Welcome back here. First down and 10 of 4 Effingham. Off the timeout as the play clock was winding down. Gillum with a pump fake, and he's going long. Double coverage incomplete. Looking for Hunter Reed. And there's going to be a penalty markers on the field, though. So we'll see what this is. It looks like I saw a couple flags flying there. They're going to say there's an illegal shift on Effingham. So didn't get set before the ball was snapped. So it'll be a five-yard penalty there on Effingham. And so it'll bring up first and a 15. Another penalty on Effingham. That's their ninth of the game for uh, 70 yards of penalties. And uh, another thing, they keep shooting themselves in, in the foot, these penalties. And uh, let's see if they can recover from this year on uh, first and 15. All at the, their own 41. Gillum will take the snap. Short little throw complete to a Belcher. He almost trips and falls, but he gets it just shy of midfield. So get some of that yardage back there on that short little throw and run after a catch for Belcher. And they gain about eight. There, and I'll bring up second down and a seven. So FEM will come out in eye formation. Receiver split out on each side. Gillum will go up in the center. And Gillum will take the snap, and he'll turn and hand off to a Dunstan right side, trying to find some holes over there, but gets hit shy of midfield. So maybe a gain of one, but that's about it. And we have two modern-day players down. And one of them got up, but the other holding his knee. And Jonathan Helmus is one of the players who tack- got the tackle, and he's one of the one guys who come up hobbling. He uh, got up initially, and he's back down on the ground. So Hel- uh, Helmus was shaken up a little bit there, holding his knee as Martyr Day will come out and check on him there. So he was down on the ground for a while, and then he popped up and tried to run to the sidelines and just couldn't do it so he goes back down and the Knights training staff will go over and uh, check him out over in that knee and so uh, Marta Day they did 29-214 to 3.04 to go in the uh, third quarter and FEM will be a face for the third and a six at midfield and he's up up off his feet, and he is walking over on his own power. So, Helmets will walk over to the breeze of the sideline. Always nice to see. Walking sure off is. on their own power. So, slowly, but on his own power nonetheless. So, it'll be a third and six for the Hearts. Gillum will come out on the shotgun. Two receivers split out on the far side. And a man in motion, that's Belcher. It's going to be uh, handed off to him on the jet sweep, trying to turn the corner. Got some nice blocks here. He's past midfield, and he's going to be close to the first down marker. We'll see where the spot is. It's going to be just short. And so it'll bring up fourth down, maybe a gain of about three, but that's about it. 
That'll bring up fourth and three on the jet sweep attempt that time. By Belcher. So it'll be a pick up to the 47 of the night. Then it'll be fourth and a three. Hearts are going for it. Shotgun formation again. They'll shift the man over to the right. Gillum looking over that way. Throws it. It's going to be incomplete off his hand. That was Belcher, their intended receiver. Uh, it's going to be incomplete, and it's going to be just a turnover on down. If the games can't, uh, can't seem to get anything, get anything going, I know the pass was a Belcher there. It looked like uh, looked like Lots was, was uh, in, the same area. in the same area wide open. So, mm-hmm. uh and he, he, either way, nothing uh, nothing going right here tonight for uh, for Effingham. They're uh, the, the defense is about the only uh, only bright spot as it has been all all year. So, so to be Zeb in the pistol for a modern day first down and a ten, a ball at their own a forty-seven, so close to midfield. Late substitution running in here for a modern day. Already burned two timeouts here in the third quarter, so they only have one left. And so Zeb will take the snap of the shotgun. Short little throw caught by Lampy on the wide receiver screen. He gets a block past midfield. Well, that's about it. As he was tackled there, just shy of the 45. So they gained him about six. And there will be an official's timeout. And there was a modern-day player there that went down close to the sideline. That was Lampy, but he's right back up. And now he's back down again, favoring his his knee there. So he caught the pass and then was tackled and out of bounds and now shaken up over there on the side of the lines. And the gain of about six yards, so it'll be second and four. With a minute 38 and accounting in the third quarter. Modern day leading 29-14. It'll be a Zeb in the pistol. Send a man in motion. And it's a play action pass. Looking to throw. Hits while he's throwing up in the air. It's going to be almost intercepted. And Martin almost intercepting that. Falling to the ground. Nick Martin was there on the pass deflection. Nice try there by by Martin. That would have been a heck heck of a play if you would have caught it sitting down on on the turf there. And put, uh, no such no such luck, but uh, it does bring up third and four for for Breeze to see if Effingham can hold them here. Yep, third and four at the Hearts forty-seven for the Knights. Zeb in the pistol. He'll take the snap and he'll hand off to a robber man, and he's not going to go anywhere. He's spun down. Yeah, it's going to be a short little gainer there. Donaldson was one of the guys in the backfield, so was Ring. And so it'll, that'll bring up fourth down. So no gainer there. So it'll be fourth and a four. Donaldson will run back to receive the punt from Marcus Kerr. And it looks like Donaldson will set up shop around the 10-yard line. 49 seconds and counting here in the third quarter with the time winding down here. As Care will get the snap and a nice high punt. 
And the Donaldson will fill it, and he dropped it. He dropped it, and Marta Day falls on it. It was two. Donaldson backed up too far, and he went to catch it short, and it was right off his fingertips, and Marta Day was right there to run down and receive it. So Another uh, another thing that just doesn't... Uh... Doesn't fall fall FEM's way here tonight, and they're just having having some bad having some bad luck. Yeah, but just uh, you're right, Travis. He was too far back and uh, off his fingertips. Modern day was right there to recover it. Thirty three seconds to go. They'll take over at the nineteen, and he hand off to a Robberman, and he stood up right there by Michael Love, and Coverline comes in and cleans it up too. But that'll be a, a gain. Of about one there on the short carry by Raverman, and they're not going to run another play as they'll let the third quarter clock expire. So, Modern Day taking over off the turnover on special teams, and they're knocking on the door already. They're at the 18 yard line to uh, start off the uh, fourth quarter, already leading 21 to 14. So, we'll be back in one minute here between Modern Day and Effingham with the Knights in the lead. We'll be back for the fourth quarter. We'll be back in a minute. You're listening to Hearts Football on Jack FM. Say goodbye to busy signals, long hold times, and missed calls. This is Cleet Beerman at Crossroads Truck Equipment. Now you can text us with a question, order a part, even send us a picture of the part you need. You don't need any special equipment, and you can text us from any smartphone. It's faster and more efficient than calling. So supercharge your communication with us. Move to the front of the line for parts and service by texting Crossroads Truck Equipment 217 217- Three four seven zero four five six. Weston Company Certified Public Accountants. We take pride in partnering with our clients and supporting our community since 1968. Weston Company is one of the 500 largest accounting firms in the country. With over 50 accounting professionals, Weston Company is ready to serve you with your accounting, auditing, payroll, sales tax, income tax, retirement planning, retirement auditing, and other general business consulting. See us at 501 East Evergreen in Effingham or online at westcpa.com. You're listening to Effingham Football on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Welcome back here at New Acosta Field, Washington Savings Bay Stadium. First play of the fourth quarter is knocked down incomplete. And it was broken up. They're trying to find the hot hand Winkler there. But it just went incomplete. Didn't tell who that was and knocked it down for the hearts. Either way, it goes incomplete. So it'll bring up third and a nine. I saw Busher over there in the area. I wasn't sure if he knocked it down or not. So it'll be Zeb in the shotgun. Two receivers split out on the right side. And Zeb takes the snap. He's going to throw it. And he chucks it. And it's going to be caught. Touchdown. Knight, 18 yards out. And uh, that is the game. Schwarme, 35-14. So, 18-yard strike there for Zeb to Schwarme. 35-14, a Knight score on one of the first plays of the fourth quarter. And extra point coming up. Jason will be the holder, and Care will be the kicker. And it's going to be 
Whistles and flags before the extra point can get off. And we're going to have a false start on modern day. So the field goal will be backed up a few yards. Or extra point, I guess you'd say. So get a little bit more difficult. See about on the nine-yard line where the ball spotted at. And it'll be up, and it's going to be through the uprights. Good. So it'll be a 36-14. Modern day in the lead, 11.51 to go in the game. And we'll be back here listening to FEMR football on Jack FN. Diedrich Bank would like to wish the Effingham Hearts good luck this football season. The Diedrich Bank Difference Makers will be cheering you on from the sidelines. We know that being a student can be stressful, so we are here to make it easier. Check out our great lineup of checking accounts, including our student account, Extreme Green Student. With cell phone protection, roadside assistance, and savings at local businesses, the Extreme Green Student checking account is sure to make your life a little easier. Now let's bring home a win, Hearts! Diedrich Bank, live for today, bank for tomorrow, member FDIC. This is Effingham High School Football on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. 36-14, modern day with another touchdown pass. Dead to Schlarme, and it'll be Care booting it away, a low line drive kick, and it's going to be fielded at about the two-yard line by Weaver. And he takes it on the sideline and gets it past the 20-yard line up to the 25 before he's finally knocked out. Again, taking an awkward bounce there in the uh, kind of right corner of that area of the field. And it's still a decent return back, and they're going to spot it about the 30-yard line. Well, 20, 27 or 28-yard return there still. Yeah, definitely, definitely nice, uh, nice return there by uh, by Weaver. Uh, Effingham has had some nice uh, kickoff and, and punt returns tonight. Unfortunately, they haven't been able to, to do much else after that. So Gillum will come out in the shotgun. Two receivers split out on the far side, going down the middle to a lot, and it's going to be incomplete as Watts was. Met almost on the catch by Landon Rapperhouse. So that'll fall incomplete. Second and ten at the their own thirty. So you think that you have to put it in the air here for FEM? Sure, they want to try to get back back in this game. Yeah, for sure. So it'll be a Gillum into the shotgun and Dunstan to his left. Takes a snap, low snap. Gillen's going to be flushed out, and he throws far sideline, and it's going to be incomplete. Looking for Belcher. And so it'll be a third and a ten. So two incompletions, and FEM already faced with a third down here. So... Kind of been almost this way the entire entire game. Quick three. Sure has. Third down as Gillum will be in the shotgun. Two receivers left side as Gillum will take the snap. Looking over to that left side. Fires off his back foot. Incomplete. And he just had to get it out of there. 
with the rush coming in hot and heavy. I think that was the care getting the rush. And it's going to force a fourth down. Yeah, it looks like Nolan Fearday was in was in the area of that pass. But yeah, the pressure was on, and Gillen just had to get it out of there. And he's up fourth and ten for, for the hard stuff to punt away here. Michael Stefton back to punt it away. And Murphy, one of the guys back to receive it, as well as Trey Winkler as well. Stefton gets it off, and it's going to bounce far side. Line bounces at the 40. Continues to take a kind FEM roll all the way down there to about the 29 is where they're going to spot it. So another three and out and a punch for FEM. Modern day will take over with 11-14 remaining. And they'll try to wind some clock here, winning 36-14. to 14. As last time uh, that we saw over on our sister stations, not going so well for our other teams either. Cumberland losing to a Sullivan, a big. Illini losing to Kansas, big. And so the ball will be spotted at the uh, 30, 11, 14 remaining. And Zeb will just hand it off to Raverman. Here comes the flag flying. See a couple come out. So we'll. See what this and who this is on. As the flags came out very quickly on the play once he hit the hole. Sure did. So the penalty will be a face mask, five-yard variety against Eppingham. That'll be a five-yard penalty and. It'll bring up first down, and that was a penalty from the uh, um, spot of the foul. They're going to have it first and about two. Tenth penalty tonight on Effingham for uh, 75 yards. So it'll be Zeb into the shotgun. First down and two. On the face mask penalty. And they're just waiting until the play clock goes all the way down. We're under 10 seconds, and they finally snap it. Low snap, and it's going to be hand off to Raverman, who's coming on the motion. And he's going to get maybe a yard, but that's about it. It'll still be short of the first down. They are going to give him a yard on that. So it'll be... Uh, Second and one at the 39. So it'll be 10 minutes to go. As FEM does have all three of their timeouts, and Monday is in no hurry to snap it here. We're under five seconds to go on the play clock. Zeb takes the snap, and he'll have it off to Raverman again in a straight forward. And did he get the first down, though? close as I don't think he got it. So it'll be no gain, but it'll bring up third and one. If he gives defense doing what they're doing best, preventing them uh, getting the first down, as they have so many times tonight in the season. See if they can do it again here on third and one. Third and one as Zeb will be in the pistol look as 
They'll take the play clock down under 10 seconds on the play clock now. As the Zeb takes a snap, he'll hand off to a Raverman again. Short carry, but he may have got just enough before Spencer Fox wraps him up. But not before a first down. So, Cobra line there on the tackle, but it's going to be a first down for the ninth. First down and 10 at the 41. They're up 36-14 here in the fourth quarter. Modern Day takes the snap, and it's going to be a throw across the middle. Or it's going to be complete to Garrett Winkler, and it's going to be a gain of about seven or eight yards. Eh, maybe not quite that much. Gain about six. six. Yeah. yeah. That'll be second and four. Zeeb hooking up with his favorite target tonight, Winkler. That's Winkler's uh, eighth, eighth catch tonight. He's got uh, two touchdowns as well. Say a couple of touchdown grabs and coming up on eight minutes to go here in the fourth quarter. As Zeb will take the snap in the pistol and he'll hand off to Raverman again. This time he tries to find room on the right side and he's going to be close to a midfield and close to another first down. Uh, he's going to be just shy. They'll mark it right at midfield, so it'll be third and one. Uh, a gain of three. Seven thirty-five and uh, counting. FEM back on the road next week. Me and Matt Toon next week after a couple of home games. It's going to be a couple of road games. And so it'll be Zeb in the pistol. Takes the snap, and it's going to be a short little throw. It's going to be complete wide receiver screen. Cuts it back up the middle. He's got the first down and some. And that's going to be complete to a Gabe Schwarme. And that's going to be a first down for the Knights up to the 44. On the big pass play. And about 16 yards there. Under seven minutes to go here in the contest. The Knights just trying to believe as much clock as they can here. Yep. And they'll send Schwarman in motion. Zeb in the pistol. He'll take the snap, and it's going to be handoff to Raverman straight up the gut. Gain of about one or two yards there, but not much happening. On the short carry there by Raverman. Fox there on the stop and a gain of one, they say. So, coming up on a six minutes to go in the game. And so, a Zeb will come out in the pistol again. Three receivers split out over on the right side. I'm not afraid to throw a short little screen in this situation. So it'll be a Zeb taking the snap, and it's going to be a handoff to Raverman. He's going to be knocked down by Mindendorf there to bring him down for a loss. And a loss of about two there. Three. So it'll bring up third and a 12 on the tackle for a loss by Mindendorf. Nice play there by uh, Mindendorf to 
uh, get get the loss and uh, have Breeze be a face of third and 12 here. Oh, the FEM 46, Zeb in the shotgun. And Zeb will wait. We're at eight seconds on the play clock. Zeb will take the snap low snap, but Zeb picks it up, and he fires it, and it's going to be incomplete, way short of his target. But it was kind of picked it up in kind of a fire drill there and just fired it out of there. Yeah. So it's going to be a stop on the incompletion. And fourth and 12, so FEM will get the ball back. Less than 5.14 to go in the game when they finally get it back. And it looks like Donaldson will be back to receive the punt. And Kerr will be back to punt it away for the Knights. Trying to pin them deep in their own territory. High snap, but Carr gets it down. Almost blocked by Effingham, but it's going to be a fair caught there by Donaldson about the 15-yard line. As Effingham almost got that one as a high snap as well, but... FEM will take over at the 15-yard line, trailing 36-14 here in the fourth quarter. Almost five minutes to go in the contest. Here in week number three, someone's going to win their second win of the season. Today's got about five minutes before they can say they got win number two. It'll be Gillum into the shotgun. Gillum takes the snap, and it's going to be a short little throw, and it's going to be knocked down and incomplete. Trying to set up a short little throw. I think they were going in the area in a belcher. It's going to be incomplete. Not sure who knocked it down for Breeze, but, uh, yeah, they were going in the area of uh, belcher there for for a short little, little game to get something going. But nothing doing. That's just been... FEM's uh, been what hap- what's been happening to FEM tonight, just stuff like that. Uh, passes getting knocked down, penalties, and just uh, can't seem to have anything go right tonight. So second down and 10, 5.02 to go in the game. Arch trail big in this one, 36-14, and it's going to be a, a QB keeper by Gillum. Gets by one guy, turns the corner. He's at the, about the 25, close to that. And so it was a nice little game there. This is a first down so on the QB keeper by Gillum. And it'll be a first down for the Hearts. So it'll be at the 26, so a gain of 10. First down and 10 for the Hearts. Gillum in the shotgun. Gillum will take the snap and he will keep it himself. He goes straight ahead and he keeps Fighting for extra yards, and he gets a pass of 30. Or he's finally met by a host of night tacklers. So that's a game of about six or seven. Back-to-back runs there by Gillum. And that'll bring up second and short for FEM. Second and three. Gillum will take the snap of the shotgun. Low snap. He'll be flushed out here to the right side. Throws on the run. It's going to be incomplete. Trying to hit Belcher. Going towards the sideline on an out route. 
Uh, it's just going to be incomplete, and that'll bring up third down, third and three. 3.57 to go here in the game. So, Arch trailing here, 36-14, late in this one. Barnaday is coming here and spoil the party on Military Appreciation Night. They had a well-played game there. It's not the Hearts night tonight, for sure. No, it's not. Gillum will take the snap into the shotgun, but before the play can get underway, Coach Hefner will take a timeout. So we'll take a quick one as well. Hearts trail 36-14. They're faced with a third and a three. We'll be back in 30 seconds. You're listening to Hearts Football here on Jack FM. Rush Truck Centers is the largest commercial truck dealership group, and guess what? Their FEM location is hiring for multiple positions. If you have experience as a diesel mechanic, body shop technician, or trailer technician, then we want you. We offer great pay, competitive benefits, and a stock purchase plan. Apply now at RushEnterprises.com or stop in at 1701 West Fayette Avenue to fill out an application and speak to a manager today. Now, time for more Effingham Hearts football on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Third down and a three of four Effingham and Coach Hefner called the uh, timeout to try to discuss something there. We heard that we had a, a final over on our sister station, WCRA. Uh, Sullivan comes in and defeats Cumberland 33-12 to 12 was the final score there. Third down and a three here, and Gillum will be in the shotgun. He throws it across the middle, caught by Lotz. He turns and runs to about the 50-yard line before he's brought down. So a big pass play there from Gillum to a Lotz. Winkler was finally one of the ones to bring him down, and it's going to be marked at the 49. About 18-yard catch for Lotz. And a 3.40 to go into the game. They discuss a third down play, and they convert on a big pass and catch there by Watts. Gillum will be in the shotgun. Two receivers split out far side. As Gillum takes the snap, and he's looking to throw. Chucks it down the middle. It's going to be nearly intercepted. Just behind the defender. Incomplete. That was a Chase Jansen on the pass deflection there. Yeah, definitely a dangerous pass there by Gillum, but he was under under some pressure, so he just had to had to let it go, and luckily it wasn't wasn't intercepted. Yeah, he was under some duress there, and he'll you know, bring up second and a ten. Three twenty-two remaining in this one. Hearts look like they're gonna fall to one and two. Modern day would improve the two and one if the score holds. And he's just on to the road to Mattoona next week. Belcher will go in and. Motion, and Gillum will fake it to him, and chucks it deep on the sideline, going deep for Watts, and it's going to be incomplete. Another pass deflection there by the modern-day secondary. I think that was uh, Gabe Schlemmy there to knock it away. It'll be third and ten for the heart. Three minutes, 15 seconds to go in the game. Gillum will be 
in the shotgun on third down. Two receivers split out here on the near side. Gillum will look that way. He stops and plants and throws incomplete. Just too far out of the reach of Belcher. Trying to hit him on the sidelines, and it'll be fourth down. Yeah, just out too far out of reach for, for Belcher on that passer on the sideline. He's uh, last two passes just been the uh, last one was out of reach, and the other one was uh, deflected and a little bit behind lots there before that. So fourth and ten. Kind of been like that all night. It has. It really, it really has. That's uh, the way that game's not going. So fourth and ten. Gillum in the shotgun. Hearts are going for it. Low snap. Looks one way, flushed out to the right, and no one's open, so he just eats it. And that's a loss as he scrambled out of bounds. And so Modern Day will take over as that may be in a loss of, of about four or five there on the scramble. So Modern Day will take over 3.02 remaining in the game. And all they have to do basically is run the clock out. They'll take over first and a 10 as FEM only has one more timeout remaining to try to stop things, trailing 36-14. And so Zeb will be in the pistol. He'll take the snap. He'll hand off to a Raverman over on the right side trying to find room to run and only gets about a couple there before he's taken down. Uh, the beginning of about one for Raverman. And Keaton Metzner there, one of the first guys to uh, stop him. Well, they bring up second down and a nine at the uh, FEM 45. So that'll be Zeb in the pistol again. About 2.20 to go in the fourth quarter. Zeb will take the snap, a low snap. The hands off to Raverman straight up the gut, and he's going to be met right there by a host of FEM tacklers, not allowing him to go very far. Defensive line holding strong there. Ring and Fox were on there on the stop. So uh, it's going to be a gain back to the original line of scrimmage, so minus one on the carry by Raverman. It'll be third and ten. With a minute, 50 remaining. FEM defense doing a nice job like they have been all night on uh, keeping uh, modern day in, in check on the run game. So Zeb will take the snap in the pistol. Takes the snap, hands off to a Raverman. And it's going to be another short little gain. And that's going to be well short of the first down marker. And he may have got back to the line of scrimmage. That's it. So... They tried to believe the clock out as much as they could, and it'll be fourth and ten. And they'll just have to punt it away with a minute ten to go. Care will be punting it away. Donaldson will be standing at about the 15-yard line to receive the punt. And they'll let the clock go down as much as possible. We're inside ten seconds of the play clock. We're inside a minute on the game clock. As Care high snap, but gets it down and punts it away, trying to Get it right up the middle, and uh, it's going to be out of the end zone for a touchback. So Donaldson just let it go over his head. 47.6 seconds remaining 
And FEM trailing 36 to 14 here. And I'll have to go 80 yards to try to get a touchdown here and get some, make the score closer. But, uh, yeah, we're on the road to Mattoon next weekend. You know, with all these non-conference games in the Apollo, only six teams in the Apollo now with Lincoln uh, leaving first Apollo game next week. So that's something to look forward to there in Mattoon. Trying to look at the positives. That's right. Try to look at the positives, Travis. <laughs> positives. Hey, the we sun. May, the sun will come up tomorrow. Yeah, that's what they say. And they could first right. Apollo game next week and never and know what will happen. Gillum just took a knee. Uh, there as uh, 40 seconds to go now as kind of odd that you would take a knee and trailing a 36 to 14 but that's what Gillum does and he does it again so uh, that should do it that will wrap it up as final score 36 to 14 modern day comes in here and spoils the party spoils military appreciation night and those lucky charms of the camouflage uniforms can work for the guys tonight as they fall here. 36-14, your final. Breeze Modern Day improves to 2-1 on the season. FEM falls to 1-2 on the season. They'll be back in action against Mattoon next week on the road. And so we'll be back to wrap this one up. And we'll get our postgame stats. We'll check out other scores from around the area. And all that and more coming up on the post game here. And 36 14, your final modern day coming out with their win 2 and 1 on the season now. And so we'll be back to wrap this one up here on Jack FM. You're listening to FM Hearts Football on Jack FM. Mercy in air conditioning. Do it once, do it right. Comfort for you and your family. Always call on the leader. Hi, this is Pat Gavin, owner of MERS Heating and Air Conditioning, your local Lennox dealer. I know that after a long, hard day at work, all you want to do is relax at home. But how can you possibly relax when you can't seem to get comfortable? The house seems warm and stuffy. Well, the MERS team has the solution. We provide free estimates for new systems, prompt installation, and don't forget we have most sizes and types of equipment in stock in our warehouse for a speedy cure to your summertime blues. Give us a call today at 342-2323 or book online at MERSAC.com. Be sure to ask about our new customer and customer loyalty discounts. Mer's heating and air conditioning. Do it once, do it right. Diedrich Bank would like to wish the Effingham Hearts good luck this football season. The Diedrich Bank Difference Makers will be cheering you on from the sidelines. We know that being a student can be stressful, so we are here to make it easier. Check out our great lineup of checking accounts, including our student account, Extreme Green Student. With cell phone protection, roadside assistance, and savings at local businesses, the Extreme Green Student checking account is sure to make your life a little easier. Now let's bring home a win, hearts. Diedrich Bank, live for today, bank for tomorrow, member FDIC. Rush Truck Centers is the largest commercial truck dealership group, and guess what? Their FEM location is hiring for multiple positions. If you have experience as a diesel mechanic, body shop technician, or trailer technician, then we want you. We offer great pay, competitive benefits, and a stock purchase plan. 
Apply now at RushEnterprises.com or stop in at 1701 West Fayette Avenue to fill out an application and speak to a manager today. Weston Company Certified Public Accountants. We take pride in partnering with our clients and supporting our community since 1968. Weston Company is one of the 500 largest accounting firms in the country. With over 50 accounting professionals, Weston Company is ready to serve you with your accounting, auditing, payroll, sales tax, income tax, retirement planning, retirement auditing, and other general business consulting. See us at 501 East Evergreen in Effingham or online at westcpa.com. Are you ready for a calming getaway right in your backyard? Look no further. Wet Pools and Spas is here to turn your relaxation dreams into reality. Dive into the ultimate relaxation experience with their top-of-the-line pools and spas. Transform your outdoor space into a paradise with their stunning pool and spa designs. You can rely on Wet Pools and Spas to make it easy for you, guiding you from start to finish through the buying and installation process. Visit their website at wetpoolsandspas.net or stop by their showroom to learn more. How did a vet clinic win a People's Choice Award? With one happy tail wag at a time. This is Dr. Chad Ely at FNM Veterinary Clinic. Our patients can't talk, so they rely on us to keep them well. From checkups to blood work and heartworm testing, preventative care is essential to the health and happiness of your pet. And depend on FNM Vet Clinic for pain management, surgery, and phenomenal hospital care services. FNM Veterinary Clinic, 408 North Keller Drive, and on Facebook. Marking new territory in veterinary care. Now, time for the Effingham Football Postgame Report on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Welcome back here to Aquashman Field, Washington Savings Bank Stadium. As the Breeze Modern Day comes in here to a military appreciation night and it takes the win as it was a 36 to a 14 final score. As let's take a recap of all of the scoring tonight, as it was basically one sided, but we'll recap it here with Modern Day getting on the scoreboard first with 6.50 to go in the opening quarter, as it was a 26 yard field goal by Modern Day by Care there, as he made it, and it was 3 2 and nothing. And that was off of a interception by the FM offense. Then also in the first quarter, Monday Day scored again with 405 remaining. It was an 11-yard a touchdown run by Trenton Zeb as they missed the extra point. So it was nine to two nothing at that point. Then in the second quarter, it was with 10:55 to go. It was a one-yard touchdown pass from Zeb to Garrett Winkler as they made the extra point that made it 16 to two as zero. 3:40 to go in the second quarter as well. It was another touchdown pass to. Uh, Garrett Winkler, as this time it was from 24 yards out, and they would miss the two-point conversion. That would put up Modern Day 22-0 at that point, and then with 2:33 remaining, FEM finally got on the scoreboard as it was a 68 or it was a 48-yard touchdown pass from Gage Gillum to Andrew Watts. Extra point was made to make it 22-7, and that was the score at halftime. And then Modern Day picked up a. Uh, couple of touchdowns in the second half, and FEM got on the board as well. But in the third quarter, first it was the Knights getting on the board again with 8.51 remaining in the third. A 15-yard pass from a Zeb to a Raverman out of the backfield, and that made it 29-7. to a seven. At that point, 
And then Dunstan got in from one yards out, and that was 628 remaining in the third, and it was a 29-14 score at that point. And then another insurance touchdown there by Modern Day as they take advantage of another Hearts turnover on the muffed punt there as it was 11-51 remaining in the game. It was an 18-yard touchdown pass from Zeb to Schleime. That was his third touchdown pass. I don't know, it was his fourth touchdown pass of the uh, game and fifth total. He got in on the ground as well. That made it 36-14, and that is uh, held as the final score here. So, Marta Day improves to 2-1 and one on of the season, and they're coming home for the first time. As I mean, I guess they didn't have to travel very far for that Breeze Central game in Breeze, but uh, their first official home game is the next week against Madison there, and FEM goes on the road to start off a Paul Conference play against the Green Wave of Mattoon. They just picked up their first win last week, and I thought I saw that they were uh, losing uh, in the third quarter against Highland uh, there. So uh, we'll check in on other scores from around the area. And I last time I saw late in the fourth quarter it was Kansas leading over the Illini 34-15 to there over on our sister station, 98-9 the game. And also on our other sister station, WCRA, Looks like Sullivan came out with a win over Cumberland, 33-12 to was the final score there. And the final score here was 36-14. Breeze, modern day, getting the win. And comes in and on the road and beats CM here on Military Appreciation Night as the Hearts fall to 1-2 and two on the season. So other than a couple of big plays... And a couple of scores for the Hearts. Not much going up for them. A couple of turnovers. And that kind of spelled doom and spelled a loss on the scoreboard. There as they fall here tonight. The Breeze Modern Day. And Modern Day going back home with a victory here from uh, FEM. Yeah, Modern Day going home with uh, with a victory tonight here from, uh, from FEM in the uh... Yeah, FEM just couldn't get uh, a whole lot, a whole lot going uh, tonight. Just wasn't, just wasn't there, wasn't their night at all. Um, penalties, uh, just, just a lot of, a lot of other things. Couldn't get. Uh, had some, like Travis said, some, some spurts, some spurts here and there. Um, Dunstan had a nice run, um, nice forty-eight yard pass there from uh, Gill and the lots for touchdown but uh other than that that was really that was really the the high highlights of uh hearts hearts night and unfortunately i mean their defense did a, a nice job like they always do uh like making some good stops and, and stuff like that but uh yeah breeze modern day uh goes home with the victory is uh two and one on the season fgm falls uh to one and two and Start a Paul Conference play uh, next week on the road, going to Mattoon, and uh, Breeze will go go back home for their first home game against Madison. As we look look at some stats here for uh, first for uh, Breeze Modern Day for uh, Foreverman, he was uh, 24 uh, 24 rushing attempts for only only 32 yards, but he did uh, receiving. He had two catches for 54 yards, and that one. 15-yard uh, touchdown pass from Z. Z 
leave uh, the quarterback rushing uh, five attempts for 18 yards, one rushing touchdown. Uh, Schlemmy uh, ran the ball once, but he had a loss loss for three. And uh, as far as uh, as far as passing goes, Zeb uh, for modern day was uh, tw- I have him down for 20 for 30 uh, for four touchdowns, four passing touchdowns, one rushing touchdown. He did have an interception, 272 yards, 67 percent of passing. Uh, passing percentage, uh, receiving for Breeze Modern Day. Carter Murphy was two catches for 60 yards. Winkler was eight catches for 90 yards and two touchdowns. Slimmy, three catches for 45 yards and a touchdown. Lampy, three catches for 17 yards. And Ratterman, like I said, two catches for 54 yards and a touchdown. And for Effingham, like we said, not not much happening offensively. Weldon Dunson, 17 carries for 84 yards. Uh, he did have a, uh, a rushing rushing touchdown. Gage Gillum, six carries for 43 yards, and Belcher had one carry for three yards. Uh, receiving wise, uh, Lots had six catches for for 90 yards. Belcher had two catches for six yards. And uh, Nolan Fearday had one catch for two yards. Passing-wise, uh, Gage Gillum, he was 8 of 26. Uh, one, one touchdown, one interception, 108 uh, passing yards, 31% uh, completion percentage. Uh, Effingham just uh, kept shooting themselves on the foot. Ten penalties for uh, 75, 75 yards, so... That's definitely uh, Effingham didn't definitely didn't bring out their best tonight, and uh, Modern Day came out here with a uh, with a nice nice victory, and uh, they look to keep rolling, and Effingham will look to uh, get back on the right path uh, next week against uh, my team. But this Travis this is just one of those losses where you know just nothing nothing seemed to go to go right for for Effingham and. Uh, Penalties upon penalties, and passes were knocked down, and uh, just couldn't get anything going on on the run game. Had a few nice plays here and there, but all in all, this wasn't uh, wasn't Effingham's night. Uh, yeah, and it all started on the first drive. You know, Modern Day drove it down. It had a 12 play drive to get that field goal, and uh, did a good job of keeping them out of the end zone there. But then uh, interception on the first Effingham yeah. possession yeah. kind of spelled. Uh, how the night was going to go for uh, FEM tonight. Yeah, just not the heart's night here this evening. We'll try to change our fortunes in the uh, game against Matt Toon to start off with Paul Conference play uh, next week. But let's take a look at some other scores from around the area. Speaking of Apollo uh, Conference play, uh, Mount Zion, this was uh, is non-conference, but uh, they are undefeated currently, and they look to be possibly going four and zero as they were up on uh, or three and zero. I guess one of my thinking. I'm already jumping ahead. I guess um, Mount Zion twenty one to seven over Salem. It was uh, Eureka over Clinton in the fourth quarter. It was a Sullivan over Cumberland thirty three to twelve. It was Greenville getting a shutout over Gillespie thirty three to nothing. Lawrenceville. Looks like they're on their way to win against Olney, 36-6. to Casey was pitching a shutout against Newton, 40 to nothing. Charleston was winning over Jerseyville, so Charleston looking for 
uh, to be off their best start in a few years. Al Carmel got the win over a Robinson, 45 to 14. Paris gets the shout out against Marshall, 26 to zero. Pena winning over Piasol, 30 to 22. Arthur over Tri County, 36 to 16. It was Litchfield over North Mac, 42 to 21. Uh, Sherrard getting the win over Warrensburg Latham, 24 to 15. Taylorville, look at them go. Uh, they already have three wins. They're three and zero. They shut out Columbia, 15 to two to zero. Villa Grove gets their first win of the season. They went over Nacomas, 19-12. It was stunned over Hillsborough, 35-21. Muhammad getting the win over Quincy Nardane, 42-14. And a high-scoring affair was Farmington leading in the fourth quarter over Tuscola, 40-34. In the fourth quarter, Central A&M over St. Teresa, 26-21. And I believe that is the final score that I have in the area. Check on the website, fmradio.com. We'll have them all posted and we'll have the uh, finals posted a little bit later on tonight. So, um, Mother Day comes in, wins, going 2-1 and one on the season, and FEM back in action and next week against Mattoon in Mattoon to start off Apollo Conference play. Again, shout-out to uh, the people that make FEM Hearts broadcasting possible. It is Rush Truck Centers, Incorporated, Dietrich Bank, Mercy and Air Conditioning, Crossroads Truck Equipment, FEM Veterinary Clinic, Weber's Jewelry, Weston Company, wet pools and spas. So that'll pretty much do it here from FEM High School as Day picks up the win of 36-14 to 14, a final. Thanks to Derek back at the studio for helping us getting on and off the air tonight. And thanks to uh, Dominic for uh, being alongside and color commentating and with the uh, stats as well. And uh, we will be back next week in Mattoon. And until then... Have a great rest of your weekend, everybody, and we'll talk to you next week. And right now here on Jack FM, we're getting back to playing the music that we want. Have a great weekend, everybody, and stay safe and have a great rest of your evening. When the time comes that you can't wait to spend your life with the one you love, consult with Weber's Jewelry in Tutalpas about engagement rings and wedding bands. Weber's Jewelry guarantees the highest standards of exquisite settings and gives you the opportunity to handpick your diamond, whether you choose a natural diamond or the new ever-so-popular lab-grown diamonds. When your heart is sure, visit us at Weber's Jewelry on Main Street in Tutopolis. This has been a presentation of Effingham High School football. Thanks for listening. We now return you to regular programming.